This is the fourth guest episode of the Creative Genesis podcast and we call it 4th AD. Check it out. You are listening to the Creative Genesis podcast by Winfluence Media, the show that speaks to professionals in the creative field and entrepreneurs, asking them how they got started so that you too can begin your own journey. If you're looking to step up your journey as a creative or entrepreneur, then you are in the right place. So stay tuned and follow the Creative Genesis podcast, the stepping stone to your success. Yes, again, I will say the same thing. It's a business. Mm. Please understand, it's really important. I'm stressing on it again and again and again. It's a business. Please understand and accept that it's a business. And business is not a wrong term. Yep. It's, it's, it's a very positive term. Yep. As against a lot of people, the way they put it. So true. Hello and welcome. You are tuned into the Creative Genesis podcast with your host, Ryan Lobo. Today, I interview Naresh Shetty. He's the founder of Literature Studios, one of the few entrepreneurs that I know in this photography field. Truly, he speaks about his experiences and all of the things he learned on his journey into becoming an entrepreneur, or as he says, a wannabe entrepreneur. He shares amazing tips and amazing mindsets that every creative person needs to know if you're going to get into business or self-employment. So this episode is really going to be useful for all photographers, videographers, graphic designers, all the people in the visual arts or any entrepreneur who wants to get into the creative field. Check it out. Content is everything these days and with the rise of real content, businesses now more than ever need to start employing high converting content for their businesses. Listen to this quote. Without marketing, there will be no sales. And without sales, there will be no money. Without money, there will be no business. Marketing is the name of the game. Are you a business based in Goa? Well, if you are, then we are the marketing partner for all of your requirements. From shooting real content to setting up your very own podcast, to shooting and editing professional face-to-camera content for your business, we have the most professional setup for your video production requirements. If you need content on a monthly basis, we are the agency for you. Contact us at videoproductiongoa at gmail.com or WhatsApp us on 7083-401-793 to get to know us better. You can even watch our presentation video on winfluencemedia.in. That's W-I-N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E-M-E-D-I-A dot I-N. Winfluence Media, media that wins. Now let's get back into the show. I am in conversation with Naresh Shetty. Let's dive right into it. So Naresh, welcome hey, to up? this podcast. Thank you. I've been waiting to have you for a while, but even though I interviewed you on like the pop-up podcast, I, I believe this interview is going to be way more in-depth. Oh, there we touched a little bit about what you do, but I'm really happy that uh, you finally made it. I mean, we've been meeting each other very often nowadays, but... uh, So both of us are busy, equally busy. Yeah, exactly. For good reasons. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, how long have you known each other? What, two years? Mm, Maybe. Um, Do you remember how we got in touch? Yeah. How? I gave you a project, rather. Okay. Of uh, being the barbecue man. 
No, no, no. <laughs> way before that. Really? Um, there was a project and you did it, but it didn't go through, unfortunately. Uh, so there was a, 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 a what was that? Uh, we had to record something on a GoPro. And ah, you you're talking to, about the one where... Uh, uh, you wanted to, you, you were, I mean, somebody was supposed to just walk, walk past uh, these landscapes. places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there was one test to be done. And Correct. This was for a... Uh, for some um smart what's that treadmill aha uh-huh, yeah and yeah i remember that was you that. yeah that was me of course i didn't know it was like like i don't i remember that project because it was so interesting yeah it was interesting but and even we didn't get it yeah um so whatever happened so i wonder whether they're still uh, they must be doing it but they were a startup okay uh, there are lots of people doing that now anyway. yeah yeah man um, so let us so uh, what the project was is that you got to mount a camera on somebody and um, the camera has to record him walking through famous places like uh, places in goa and the challenge was that you should not know that it's on a person it should be so smooth that was a challenge you know so i was actually yep. thinking of getting a gimbal stabilizer right stuff like that and but they got to walk for like 3 hours continuously so it's it's quite a challenge So but uh, um, it looks simple but uh, it no, was when it comes to video there yeah, are some it, there are lots of challenges there yeah. so uh, the path should have been decided right in right. the beginning you know yeah. you can't go and try to figure out okay where do i go left or right <laughs> yeah so uh, nice it was unique that was a, yeah, you came was. to me with an interesting challenge <laughs> <laughs> that's nice i always like th- this field has so many challenges you know of course and i feel very privileged to be in a challenging field where i get different problems on different days you know can i just mark uh, say something about Go why ahead. this field is challenging tell me okay so let's say um what's the most complicated thing in the universe which is a way of measure, measuring almost everything okay oh, complicated thing on the universe uh, way of measuring everything it's light it's light okay right everything's measured in light light years everything is about light time travel is about light somewhere weight is not about light huh? weight uh but light is yeah one of See, the, i mean there will be exceptions i'm right, not denying right. that because there are so many there's gravity there is right um uh, there are black holes and right. stuff like that you know but light usually does a lot of things you start your day with light you end it without light yeah right and then you look at the stars you want light everywhere yep okay and then we are in the uh business of capturing light yes right so that's what makes it interesting because light doesn't behave the way exactly uh, we uh, our brain behaves i mean we understand physics with a very limited set of instructions or yep. uh well, it's limited mm-hmm. but light has a huge i mean the gamut is big the it's spectrum massive, is big yeah. And when you try to capture something really small out of it there are like millions of possibilities correct and that's what makes it interesting it's very interesting like so you know so like at my church also i was speaking to my pastor mm. let there be light yeah let there be it light exactly that, right that's how the bible starts yeah. <laughs> so uh, i was speaking to him i was telling him you know we need to have an image that is branded right yeah and we look at my stage the church stage and i say to him you know what is the most important thing about being on that stage when it comes to production visual visual production 
He said, yeah, it's the camera. I said, the camera is a very tiny part. Of it's course. the light. Of course. If you don't get your light right, it doesn't matter if you use an RE or a Panavision, which true. costs like hundreds and thousands of US dollars. Absolutely true. It's still going to look rubbish. But if you have good light, everything is solved. So let's get to the interview. Sure. This was just like a warm-up. Yep. Warm-up, introduction. <laughs> you can have some chai. But Naresh, now I know you quite well. And I'm going to get to know you even better. Yesterday I found out something new about you. Really? Which you called for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> He called himself something, but... Censored. <laughs> <No, that's> <laughs> but uh, I got to ask this question for our viewers. Suppose we'd n- I'd never met you. Okay. Who are you, Naresh? Well, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, I didn't expect that. Good. Suddenly, but I did ask you, you this on the podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, you did, but I have a bad memory. That's okay. But uh, I hope that the answer is... No, it's a match. very tough question. It's okay to feel unprepared. So I am uh, first a human being mm-hmm. um, who has a brain which can do anything. Uh, and I choose to solve some problems. Very good. Uh, I can call myself an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, the funniest thing I call a wannabe ent- entrepreneur. So, like, <laughs> I'm not there yet. That. I'm not there yet, uh-huh. but I am trying to be. Right. And um, I'm trying to solve a problem um, for a certain set of society, mm-hmm. which is the visual artist. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, in the process i meet people very interesting people like you mm-hmm. like um, so many others that i've met uh, and then i always gather something out of them right maybe there's a small piece maybe there's a big piece sometimes right okay so i'm also a stockhouse of all that experiences yes um and i choose to let go or you know deliver or hand over some experiences whenever i meet somebody yeah so that's what i believe uh human being should be doing mm-hmm. so share your experiences yep. better the living um make sure that people live happy right okay so uh, yeah and i i guess that's an important part of an entrepreneur as well so mm-hmm. that's why i call myself an entrepreneur but otherwise uh, i started off as a photographer then i was an art director professionally uh i was also a fitness consultant Wow. But that uh, I never yeah, knew. but right okay. now don't I mean I'm pure uh, a lot into business. So I don't look fit. <laughs> um that's what some faces of mine. Awesome. I'm a husband. I'm a son. Uske aage kya? Lovely. You know I love that you said that um as uh, entrepreneurs or whatever we have to share our experiences very much. You know. You know My life has been so blessed because other people have shared their experiences with me. Yep. And uh, they have shared their wisdom, their knowledge, their feelings, their flaws. And uh, there's a saying that a smart man learns from his mistakes. Yep. But a wise man learns from other people's other mistakes. mistakes. Yes. And sharing these mistakes that we made is so important, I believe. Yeah. So uh, about mistakes I had a very interesting uh, thing you right. know uh, Mahendra Singh Dhoni everybody knows him mm. of course is our hero uh, he said it once either there is success or there are learnings yes so he doesn't use the word mistakes no failures yeah right so either you have succeeded with whatever you know right 
or you have picked up another art or another set of information mm-hmm. which will help you succeed next time yeah brilliant so right true. so yeah. that's probably what makes dhoni dhoni that's true and you know yesterday i was speaking to a colleague of mine and i was talking about this experience where i was really angry with this one person and i felt betrayed i felt whatever but if i really think back on it i think in the end everything worked out for my good true and because of the mistakes that person made i am today on this path i was affected by it i was affected quite badly but today i'm on this path you know and i'm sure. now i'm grateful to see the bigger picture awesome you know that awesome. these small mistakes look so bad and dangerous yep. and horrible for your career yep. or for your personal life but if you look at the bigger picture they are a blessing of course because they probably put you on another path absolutely you know absolutely so it's i really like what you said so you know this podcast is also i want it to be a repository or a documentation of people's lives their experiences yep. and what people can learn from them sure. now today we are, people are going to learn so much from you i hope so yeah I so much from I you so and i have um, something to share yes see just just being with you naresh or being with me or being with other people you know iron sharpens iron true have you heard about that yeah, yeah. so we learn from each other yeah, of course you being with me you learn from me course, i being with you i learn from you and it's a beautiful thing it's like everyone has something to do exactly every single person has something to share every single person has something that is admirable yes there is nobody much. who is absolutely pathetic True. and useless and can't do anything even if you look like there's this there's this person who uh, is not fully mentally okay okay mm-hmm. but he really looks up to me he calls me and he asks me to pray for him and and i tell him to do things he doesn't do it and i get upset with him but i can't blame him true but you know one thing i've noticed about him is he never gives up and that's admirable you know and that humbles me i'm like this guy never gives up yeah. even though he he's mentally unsound and he's not all the way there and you can notice it by just speaking to him yeah. but he doesn't give up and that humbled me you know and then i thought to myself you know you have to love this man of course you have to care for him you have to you have to pray for him cuz he never gives up and that's awesome. beautiful awesome that's that's beautiful of course that's maybe beautiful. he doesn't know that there is something called giving up yeah cuz he maybe. never learned that <laughs> maybe right? yeah so uh, there's an experience i w- want to share again you know yeah. you know this guy called sandeep maheshwari so i'm going to i've learned a lot from these people and i'm going to quote their name oh yeah go ahead because it doesn't belong to me right right so there was uh, the story he told on one Who's stage sandeep maheshwari is a, an influencer is the founder of uh, images bazaar okay. he's one of a, one of the most beautiful souls currently on the internet i believe really because he's he's got his charm he's got a way of delivering the message and stuff mm-hmm. you should look up and it'll be interesting yep so he he gave a story he told a story on uh, on the stage uh-huh. he said there were two friends in a village and uh, they would play they were small kids mm. uh, one of them uh, was weak and the other guy was strong so they were playing and they went into the jungle uh, in a village you know so right. somewhere where they're not supposed to go they went exploring and there was a well and then the strong boy fell down mm. in the well uh the other kid was mm. weak uh he didn't know what to do 
uh, he was like the only thing that was scaring him was like if i go back home and tell i'm going to get whacked by mom and uncle and everybody around mm-hmm. so he just said okay what do i do he goes he finds a rope throws it down and pulls that boy out mm. okay so happy ending no the the story starts here mm. so then they okay. go back to uh, their village uh-huh. and uh, they're li- late right? Oh, right because of all this yeah. so everybody says where were you where were you what uh-huh. happened and uh, they don't know they 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 couldn't lie or anything they said okay this happened right my friend fell in the water in the, in the well uh-huh. and i pulled him out uh-huh. and everybody started laughing at the kid all right right <laughs> don't make up stories okay That's because he was the weak kid yeah he was a weak kid so uh then you know they kept they, they whacked him anyway <laughs> unfortunately but they kept asking him tell me the truth where were you did you uh-huh. go somewhere where you're not supposed to and all then they took the kids to that uh, the older wiser man in the village mm. and the wise man asked him okay kya hua beta batao yeah so he said uh, uh this is what happened the right. boy fell i pulled him out with a rope and then the old man just looked at the village and said bata to raha hai hmm he's telling yeah. what happened so he is like but how can he do it the whole whole village or how can he do it he's quite weak he's not even able to lift probably a heavy pumpkin or something how can he right. pull out a kid so the moral of the story he cuts the story here hmm. or maybe i don't remember the moral of the story is when the boy fell in the water in the whole jungle there was nobody to tell that kid that you can't do it mm. so he like that's it if i can't nobody told me that i can't do it he just believed it he pulled him yes that's powerful what a powerful story yes right so most of them uh that kid that the the challenged kid. kid yeah that you were talking ah, yeah, about yeah. uh probably nobody told him that you're supposed to stop yep <laughs> he keeps going on and on yeah so that's beautiful that's so beautiful you know um i was very uh, so recently i had a barbecue party for okay. my uh, my business you know colleagues you know to do barbecues is it yeah yeah i'm like the barbecue <laughs> man everywhere <laughs> so the first time we actually interacted was when he offered to do a barbecue at my party <laughs> <laughs> yes and a lot of my friends know him like hey, barbecue man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love barbecue so i invited them here we had a business meeting and i was making barbecue for them and uh, we all started talking about like i started this game kind of thing well gamified version of getting to know each other and i asked everyone was asking each other questions so i said everyone can ask one question to the other person awesome. okay so everyone's round was last was me and one this one very senior architect who is part of my circle she asked me ryan uh, why do you do what you do i thought i thought this is very strange like i don't think i'm doing anything great but she's like you push yourself you're out there why do you do it i know i expected that question but i told her one thing i said i didn't know what to say but the only answer i had was first of all i don't think i'm doing anything spectacular um but i said when i was working in saudi in the oil field as a completion engineer earning 3 4 lakhs a month and i was going to get married and i believe that god told me to quit my job and come and live in india i said to her that i believe if god told me to quit such a 
lucrative job and a career then he has something better for me of course so i don't know what that better thing is maybe i don't know what it is i'm still exploring you know yeah but maybe that's the answer i don't know so yeah i mean i love the fact that when you give when you encourage a person you know that's really powerful i want yeah. this podcast to encourage people that you can do it you know like i was speaking to another friend recently and he was going through this certain struggle and he told me every time i go through the struggle i just feel defeated and feel like a loser and i went through the same thing i w- i used to go to the same thing and i told him you know this man came and told me you're going through the struggle from now on i want to tell you don't worry about it it doesn't mean anything go ahead don't let that guilt stop you true and because of those words of his i started this podcast yep. because i've been waiting to start wow. this podcast for so long but i was just like i can't do it and who will you know and i started this podcast now this podcast is not big yet but i believe it's opening a lot of doors it will it will and of course uh thanks to you we got a really famous actress coming today <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's it's um, it's amazing that i think we need to encourage people more because we need to. we need to we okay need to. now let's get back to your story so what would you say was your niche in your business um in which area would you say you specialize so we have an introduce so naresh can you introduce your company and what you guys do okay uh my name is naresh i run a company called literature production uh literature production is a solution provider and aggregation platform for visual artist um so in short in in local terms we find work for artist kaam chahiye to hamare kaam chahiye to hamare paas aao we have something <laughs> for you um that's what we are supposed to do and we are building an infrastructure network mm-hmm. so we will be the production house for uh, uh, no, maybe stuff like what you're doing mm-hmm. and if someone wants to do it tomorrow right okay they can come to us we can we'll be able to help them out with setting it up or renting mm-hmm. it out anywhere in india right so we are present in about 70 cities in india mm-hmm. so you need a shoot done in a random city let's say bokaro mm-hmm. i can get it done for you. like awesome. lighter you can get it done for you. nice right. nice so your niche is being an aggregator for in mm. other words creators for creators for visual creators we uh, we are trying to uh, narrow it down to visual creators right like right. i think that uh, makes more yeah, sense yeah because the the creative uh, field is really huge you know you can start at graphics to painting to go to music yeah it's huge and stuff so but we just stuck to uh, what i currently call it as equipment based uh, vi- uh, creation like right. photographers video editors yeah. and everybody surrounding it like the makeup artist the hairstylist you got the stylist No, we're in the process. The we're process. in the process, but we've done something here and there. Yeah, yeah. it's not far. It's we've done it. Uh, but I think y'all are doing a level. great job in the photography field. Photography, yes, we you are kind of cracked it now. Yeah, right. I can get an a, a assignment executed the way the client needs mm. it. Uh, now we are moving into videos. Are we trying mm. to build a uh, an army of uh, other? talents as yep. the way i said you know mm. hair stylist makeup artist uh studios mm. production engineers we trying to also uh, start courses classes mm. where people can find a job in the whole mm. uh creative yep. uh, 
departments you know like yep. filmmaking and stuff that's, that's amazing what we're doing good quite I a lot so very difficult too yeah exactly i mean right. our lives are so complex it's <laughs> difficult to like pinpoint pinpoint yeah true <laughs> but uh, i see a lot of synergy between us very much and you know and uh, so i'm glad that i was surprised when you said that you know see we've known each other for so long but this is one of the few relations that which is actually producing something yeah because there are many relationships which you make but then nothing happens why did you say mm-hmm. that i was uh, something happens yeah something you happens. don't know what happened yeah so uh, we just spoke about it huh. you know so there are no mistakes there are no failures right so something must have happened or something's going to happen correct you, you don't meet people at random right right there is a reason you meet people mm-hmm. and you never know when that reason will hit you that's so true that's something that i always believe in you know i really loved the conversation we had the other day you were talking about your journey in that you said okay uh, the basic question is how did you start your journey so let's get into that and then i will f- ask you for the question let me give, give, give me some chai uh, yes so this nice is tea. this is not my famous red tea india run sun chai man yeah but uh, for my next podcast i'll get the red tea cuz i love that one that's this the hibiscus nice. hibiscus would be nice i love earl grey as well this is earl grey but i think i made it a little too strong that's okay but yeah you know our indian mentality of putting too much tea <laughs> too much. today i was in a hurry so i just <laughs> but actually you just need a few few yeah few, few leaves so you know big, yeah exactly it does a good job so how did you start your journey you said you started as a photographer so What's your education? Let's start from there. <laughs> okay, now this is going to go long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's cut it short then. Uh I studied science, physics. Uh-huh. Um uh, after that I went I had to leave home because I was in Goa. Mm-hmm. This is 20 years ago. Uh and I had no clue wh- where I'm going. Mm. But there was one thing that changed something in my life. A very interesting story. Today I'm known for something related to photography. Mm. but if you cut back to my college days and if you were a photographer mm. and you said narish can you just hold my camera i would say no <laughs> uh, literally guys i would say no because i had this thing in my mind that photographers are not respected enough mm. they are the ones who eat food last at a wedding frankly <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to i'm not going to make up anything this is true but here's the thing i want to add to that in a way I believe it is still true when it comes to wedding photographers. Yeah, Many we'll of them are disrespectful. I think we have a lot to talk about yes, the maybe. genres. <laughs> okay. Uh but yeah, this is what I felt because the only exposure anybody in a common uh, middle class family mm-hmm. had to photography was either weddings or housewarming or right. something Events, related basically. to your personal event. Right. Where you know photography is the last person to be booked. really most of the time oh, you know yeah. I, hey everything's done okay the flowers have come the pandit has come or the priest has come okay theek acha photographer usko bulaye isko bula de kisi ko bhi so that was in my mind and i said no never i'm going to do photography per se okay <laughs> so uh, that was out <laughs> completely out uh, but then uh, what happened was there was a one uh, uh, presentation in my college yep. done by a company who used to teach animation like 20 years back animation was 20 years big. back huh? yeah big so they came they gave a presentation about okay this is what animation can do for you this is the career and all that crap right i i was the only one from my class who sat for that presentation there were like three boys mm. 
and we sat through it and we looked at it and i said okay this is something i want to do animation yeah animation i want to create something mm. so chalo theek hai i finished my graduation i enrolled in a course and stuff right but then reality hit it's like bloody expensive uh-huh. <laughs> i didn't want to take money from my dad anymore mm. so i said okay let me earn and learn and earn types mm. so i hit to bangalore i started working and wherever i got a job you studied in goa i studied in goa okay yeah. and then you went to bangalore <laughs> i studied in dempe college my I'm proud to say that alma mater um then I went to Bangalore I took up a job that came my way uh, most of them were in the BPO section those mm. days so it was easy to get a job right so found a job kept the money aside and did a filmmaking course oh really yeah you did a filmmaking course I did course. a filmmaking course so so uh, why is video comp- production so complicated for you it's not complicated uh, that that's why the did you finish your course i finished my course <laughs> oh it was my a short term, it was a crash course ah okay right? video production the camera technicalities are complicated for me the storytelling i'm always there ah, okay right but then one part of that filmmaking mm. was forced photography forced like photography. forced in the sense okay you have to learn photography you have to right. learn the basics yeah, and yeah. then you move to filmmaking right. so I had no choice. I would have actually bunked those classes, but then I had paid money, man, from mm. my pocket. Yeah. So, I sat through those classes, and that's where I figured out that hey, photography is not about eating food last. <laughs> okay, it's much more. Photography. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's much more than the camera. It's much more than uh, you know, just hitting a button. Yeah. Yeah. And the filmmaking course got over. Uh, then i was like now bloody i was inclined to photography mm. so i started looking out for a proper photography course or an assignment okay um i found another one a small crash course again i i said okay did it because i am in a city there no parental pressure mm. i can do whatever i want mm. you know i have the money also so i said okay chalo let me do this let me uh, learn photography i did that so i was I mean I learned to use the camera right and then I thought okay maybe I'm a photographer now <laughs> but uh, okay. no it didn't stop there then I realized that okay fine and what genre of photography did you oh, learn I just learned the camera how to use to the frank, camera yeah, I have never gone to a full school of design or photography hmm. there was a two week course where they taught you to use the uh, DSLR the technical aspects yeah, DSLR, DSLR and a few lights oh okay. okay this was in Bangalore this was how many years back uh, maybe 18 years ago Whoa, so which camera years, was it i always am i <laughs> i had this uh, uh, camera called pentax k1000 oh that's a dslr could, yeah i could use it for uh, taking pictures as well as used it as a dumbbell so <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy my oh, yeah? body, man awesome awesome piece my father wow. bought it for me pentax k1000 pentax k1000 film camera interchangeable lens hmm i heard in those days yeah, it was it had yeah yeah So I heard in those days, like, okay, I don't know. I think this was Datta who was telling me this. He said in those days, having a 50 mm is all you had. Having a lens apart from 50 mm is is yeah, a luxury. Kind of, yeah. Was it like so, that? Yeah, yeah, it was because things were very expensive and they were not easily available. Mm. Like, if you want a lens, you go to a like in Bangalore itself. If you need a complicated lens, right? You need to go book Wait, the lens, pay money, huh. anything beyond 50 mm or oh, some is prime lens is complex. <laughs> Okay. Right? Like I didn't know that oh. see I was just introduced to photography. Right. That the camera I had had a macro feature. Okay. So I didn't know that. Right. That it was I was so bad. Okay. 
but then I explored the macro feature. Then uh-huh. I I had a uh, 85 mm lens, I believe. So I had these things, and mm. I uh, films were expensive, man. Taking mm. a picture, doing a click was expensive, mm. right? Because you have to change the film. So my first job as a photographer mm. was I went and assisted this photographer called Baba Nanda Mishra. Mm. in bangalore i'm i'm still in touch with sir and uh, sir has helped me very in a very different way he never sat and taught you things mm. but he challenged you in very different way so the first day i went i hope this story is not getting boring no no okay this is interesting though the first day I, i finished my course i went i said i want to be your assistant <clears throat> it was 12 o'clock in Noon. the afternoon yeah hmm? sir is like some 6 and 1/2 Feet mm. also, and he's sitting there and like, what's your name? I mm. said this Naresh. What do you want to do? So I want I love photography. Uh-huh. Okay, common answer given by a twenty-two, twenty-three year old. Yeah, yeah. I love photography. So I said, okay, let's see. Mm. Two days you'll run away. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of kids like you. They I love photography. I live photography. You can't handle it for two days. Right. I said, let me see, sir. Even I'll know. Yeah. That was my answer to him. Frankly, uh, there was no ego in it. I was like, even I don't know whether I'm going to be yeah. because two years ago I used to hate photography. Right. So, okay, come. He said, have lunch and come. Uh-huh. And I, fine. I went out. I had my lunch and I came back. And and he was like sarcastic. Oh, you're back. Uh-huh. I said yes, sir. And I worked with him for about a year and a half, technically trying to learn something. Mm. But he let me do whatever I want at mm. his studio mm. whenever there is no shoot. Mm. I should take leaves and I used to go. So I'm not very happy to say this, but today I am in photography and Sir is not. Mm. Okay. Right. Sir has moved into some other business, into publishing and stuff like that. Mm. But that's that's the story. That's how my photography began. Mm. Okay? okay. But then one day Sir was uh, not so interested in running a studio, and it, it was very difficult. Man, really? Those days. Yeah. Why? Why? Why was it? Because there were no assignments. There were no not many assignments. You needed to. crack a lot of uh, see getting an assignment was not easy mm. i'm not talking about weddings right weddings is I'm easy e- uh, those days it was a little easier yeah okay no weddings is still easy <laughs> i'm telling you no see i had no experience shooting weddings okay and uh, finally i got one client who wanted cuz i started with business videos like right all of my from the beginning i've been working with businesses One client said, "I have this requirement. It's a you need two people with a drone and everything." And I took that up, man. And it's one of the best uh, wedding videos I made. So it's I, I still feel it's the lowest hanging tree. So that I was just thinking this morning. I think there are some really great wedding photographers, you know. And I keep I don't know why, man. I Absolutely. keep shitting on them. <laughs> no, But there are uh, so <laughs> there's some amazing wedding photographers. I think to become a great wedding photographer, yeah, that's you where have the challenge. The, the the most challenging thing is to maintain your interest in that field. True, because it's so dead. It's, it's so it's boring. It's a storytelling format. But know? it's what's like, the story? The story is the same. One boy met one girl. They fell in love. They're getting married. What what so are the stories? It's like saying every cricket match is the same. Well, nah, people play. Uh, I They're mean, somebody bowls. Somebody bowls. Personal lives and ask them what happened. That's too deep. We have a lot to talk about wedding photography. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, those days were such. You know, uh, there were no rental uh, um, 
companies yeah like if you needed a lens you needed to have a good photography f- photographer as a friend maybe mm-hmm. who has a few lenses and then you borrow it because buying a lens for one assignment doesn't make sense right right and i didn't stand a chance because whatever i had as money was not enough to set up a studio mm. or you know go into the market and stay hungry for a few months and you know yep. that, that that didn't work with so me so basically when you talk about assignments at a studio what kind of assignments are you talking no about? need not be at a studio it no, could be no you're talking about your sir let's talk about your sir he yeah, ran he a used studio to do, he used so to is it a physical studio yeah, yeah he ran a physical studio right. the way you have and i right. have um he used to shoot food he used to shoot furniture uh-huh. he used to shoot uh, not not fashion but a lot of lifestyle shots mm. so getting who those would, was difficult yeah, yeah. who would uh, hire you for a lifestyle yeah. you know those days it was such that okay every 3 months somebody did a shoot mm. and the shoot was big but then there were like 20 people contending for that same exactly. assignment yeah and then the number of brands in the market were not so many right. so the ratio was uh, a lot more there are more photographers than there's only one assignment right as against today it's a lot you know mm. even if there are 10 photographers in that line at that stature maybe eight of them will get the job mm. okay there'll be two who may not mm. okay so there's a lot of work in the market right now mm. compared to those days mm. So what happened then was because of this challenge I didn't have the money to invest mm. and buy lenses and cameras I had to give up photography. Mm. So I said nahi ye nahi ho sakta chalo let me look out for something else and mm. then I pivoted towards graphic design and mm. uh, then I moved into a, a, an advertising agency I worked with Saatchi I worked with Opus. So uh, here I come to the next question. So I'm going to ask you about your journey and how literature started, right? Mm. You made a very very interesting statement the other day. You said everything that I know now is because I spent 6 months, months at a particular company. It's such an interesting story. Please share that with us. Okay, <laughs> I uh really admire this man. I don't know whether I should take the brand name. That's okay, <laughs> you don't have to. So, um after i decided to join um, or move into the graphic design field which was right. much economically easier yeah than doing photography what do you mean uh, you like mean you get, like you, get a, you get no you can do a lot of things on one computer correct right yeah. so all you invest is in a computer right and a few softwares and you can do things right. and you can make money on that mm. right graphic design was that economically cheaper right uh So I uh, decided to okay let me move into advertising into graphics. So I learned graphics by myself. Really? Uh, I yeah as I said I never went to a school of of design or anything. So which softwares? Oh I started with uh, Corel Draw Photoshop hmm. um Illustrator InDesign all these things. Really? Really good at all. And I'm like that <laughs> all that stuff is alien to me. I have no idea how to use mm-hmm. them. Even Photoshop such a pain. <laughs> I used to work in a BPO. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to take the name. I may get sued now. <laughs> I do work in a BPO and I used to choose the night shift because after a certain time there used to be no work. Mm. Okay, because we are we're taking care of some servers and stuff. Mm. So 1 o'clock onwards till 3 o'clock I used to study. Wow. In the BPO. Yeah. Okay, I used to download something but our own laptops were not allowed. Okay. Um but befriended the IT guy and I downloaded trial versions again and again <laughs> and I I built a small portfolio I learned the software Oh really Yeah And then I made a portfolio then I started working part time with a an ad agency 
without any money because money was not my concern yeah uh, so i used to work in the night yeah get up in the morning go yeah. home sleep for a few hours in the afternoon go to this agency yep. and just hang out there correct right uh, that that's how i learned yeah. graphics and just hang out do small things here and there and entertain the whole crowd you know that was the funniest part it was uh, a small how agency entertain the crowd so, <laughs> so i never knew you were an entertainer <laughs> i was man i was so the lady who ran that agency again i don't want to take the brand name uh was quite kadoos okay, okay. <laughs> uh so though she was sweet she was always up to explaining mm. uh, learning and stuff like that but she was like no you need to do this you need to do that and the whole staff used to be like oh damn man she's here types right and i used to be because i was not uh an employee there right i right. didn't care for anybody yeah, i just yeah. want to learn what you're doing so i used to entertain them i used to you know give them a massage sometimes <laughs> i i'll go get something for them okay i will uh, uh, mimic the lady sometime <laughs> i'll mimic uh, the other characters or other employees and you know just play it up with them so yeah yeah but the lady noticed me okay. i thought she wasn't okay but then and one day when i was and this I, is at the place you were working for free at for free yeah yeah, yeah. okay and the day i was like i said ma'am okay now i'm going to leave i'm i've found a job in that she was like what will happen to my employees they'll get oh. bored again <laughs> She was like and you are the you are like, the motivator yeah, I mean, you are the reason they're still sticking around <laughs> kind of and I, the, the what happened was their efficiency improved yes of course yeah. when you're happier than so whoa, in a day sure. they would make probably make one brochure but now they started making one and half brochure oh right. that's the amazing design. maybe they would make five posters uh-huh. now they started making seven posters and wow. they started giving you a variation so in any creative field variation is more important yeah you know to see different things right right so she's like okay when you're here and the days you're not there let's say you've gone home or something like that people are bored and when you're here people are happy <laughs> though that's i can't nice. make them happy she knew that about her said so she's like I, yeah she was yeah. like okay i'm the bad boss <laughs> i can't make keep them happy but when you're here they're happy so that mm. happened over there and but i said okay f- but i found a job i need to go and, and fine then i moved i went to another agency i worked there so you quit uh, your bpo job i quit my bpo job that day yeah at a 50% less salary so really yeah i mean okay. i knew what i had to do yeah. in my life so i was let's say earning around 40000 mm. in uh, my bpo, BPO. job I went to my first agency at about 18,000 salary. Wow, okay. Right? So I dared to do it. Right. right? Because okay, this is where I need to go. I stayed in that agency then I moved to the next agency which was really interesting. Mm. This is where things changed. Right. This is that 6 months That's stint. That's 6 five months. No, five, months. Six, wow. 5 months. I stayed there for 5 months. So wait. You said that everything that I am today mm. Everything that I'm doing right now is because yeah. of five Those months. Those five months. Wow, that's fantastic. Those five months. Tell us. If I, um, <laughs> if there was no fear, I would have taken the name of that gentleman. I uh, really respect whatever I got out. Well, if you respect him, then I think you can take his no, name. No, but there are other reasons also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're, you're, you're better and more calculated than me. Probably. You know? <laughs> I need to be more calculated with my yeah. with what I speak. Guys, today I received a legal notice. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I didn't tell Abhishek about it. I received a legal notice. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> Let's go ahead. You should stop there. 
so those five months, uh, I literally figured out that I was an idea machine. Mm. Um, I literally figured out that I could understand. You, you you grasped your creative genius. In a way, that man gave me the space to do that. That's amazing. Like that's something I really want to give it out to him. He gave me the space to do that. Mm. Uh, he was like, "Speak up, talk. Let right. it be a failure. Let it be a flop." Wow. I mean, you you could say, "Okay, red is red." Right. As simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you say it. If mm. you don't say it, we may be assuming green. Mm. Okay, and that gave me the confidence to you know keep. Say that again. He gave you the the courage to what to say. See what happens mostly in a creative line is right. let's say you come out with an idea. Right. In a group full of people. Ah. Uh-huh. You f- you have a fear of speaking it out. Mm. This happens. Okay. Trust me. This happens. This happens everywhere, yeah. man. Yeah. Because you're worried that maybe if it's it's a very simple idea. Right. Uh, may, why? If I have thought about it, everybody must have thought about it. Mm-hmm. But if you speak it out, maybe everybody thought about it. Right. But me, the whole group now steps on that idea and goes further. Right. That's teamwork. Uh-huh. Right. So, never hold back an idea. If you are a creative person in your life, never hold back an idea. Let people laugh at you. Mm. But speak it out. That's amazing. I love speak what you said. Out. because you know when i go for meetings right i see sometimes i feel like why am i the only one speaking out you know these guys i'm sure they have ideas of right course, everybody does everyone has an idea but why you afraid to speak it may not be the best idea in the world but just by speaking it that's, out that's that's the line yeah. everybody is trying to speak out the best idea right don't do that You know I train my team saying that you know what don't try to make a perfect frame right try to make 10 frames correct okay in the pursuit of perfection yes. you're losing out something that would have worked exactly right so we need like the whole education system needs to teach people to speak up doesn't right. matter if it's right or wrong or whatever exactly man i think this is endemic to our indian education system because in the indian education system there is a lack of self expression like i studied at a british school in qatar for like what 3 3 years and the freedom we had and the respect we had and the 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 way the class was designed it didn't look like a indian classroom you know like indian classroom you have benches all uniform but over there there were like different layouts and computers spread here and some play area yeah. there and that's so beautiful like i loved it you know it was so nice and i probably because of those days those few years of me being in an education system that was so expressive mm, yeah. and uh, probably maybe that gave me courage to of course yeah? it it helps a lot it right. helps a lot but uh, you know this is so okay we were like express it right express yourself don't worry about these words or expressing yourself just speak it out yeah, as simple as that man simple yeah stock it no kya karna hai bhai chai peena hai kya coffee people are stuck with that are nahi peena beer peena theek hai chalo bolo na beer peena yes it doesn't matter whether you have it or not whether other people say anything mm. but you need to speak yeah. so that's when i said you know that man gave me the freedom to right. say things as stupid as you know sir red is red mm. i could speak out i could be an idiot to right. that level 
Yeah, but you're saying red is red, which is correct. So, give it me a better correct. example. It is correct. <laughs> I'm just giving you a... Like, you know it, right? But if asked in this, would somebody speak it out? Okay, wait. This is a great time for a segue. Let's look at this painting. Okay, yeah. you're a creative. You can speak whatever you want. Yeah. What is your interpretation of this beautiful In the middle of a podcast, you want me to analyze a podcast? Yes. And this is something. a crazy podcast. It's like, chalo yaar, kuch karte, kuch alag karte, kyun nahi? <sighs> okay. See, I, I like, no, see, I, frankly, ah. I'm not going to be political. That's right. I'm not going to be over analytical. Hmm. Uh, one thing I have learned about art. Right. Okay. Uh, a great artist explained this to me. Okay. Look at the art. Right. Don't try to make sense out of it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are like, what is this? What is this? What is If it was logical, it would be a graphic design or a photograph. Mm. If it is art, it's an expression of somebody's thought. Right. And it's a process of bringing up that skill. Mm. Right. Now, what I can interpret out of this, okay, a flourishing tree with decent roots, with a cutout, maybe, I, I don't know if this is even cement or something like that. So that gives me a thought like, the tree is so courageous, it has still, it's still holding its ground. Uh-huh. Right? That's what I feel. But now, what I have the freedom or I have the courage to uh-huh. speak it out to this level. Yes. Now, if the artist was standing here, right. uh, I may have hurt her sentiments, because mm. I see it's a lady. Yeah. Uh, but if I was worried about okay, what if I say wrong? Right. What if it's not the right thing? Hmm. That artist will not learn anything probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At the same time, I said okay, this is what this art has done to me. Right. Yeah. I don't care what it was supposed to do to another. No, guy. that's fine. Yeah. Right. So that's what I see. Uh, I don't see the reason why red is there, but it looks nice. It's nice. It's contrasting. Uh, beautiful. That's what I take from this. The tree is courageous. It represents courage to me. Holding its ground. Yeah. Yeah. In this painting, you know, I found this painting and I saw it and I asked her, how much does it cost? I want to acquire it. I couldn't afford it. (laughs) Then after six months, I came back and this painting was like on her business card. It was like on a uh, art exhibition center. You know, it was, it was like, it was so famous. Okay. One of her best pieces. And no one bought it for six months. Then I went back to a studio and I saw this. And I said, how much did it cost? It had increased in price by 40%. Wow. <laughs> I said, I definitely don't want to spend so much money. So I said, you know your previous price? I'll pay you that in cash. Rest of it, let me do a barter. I'll give you my services. Okay. So now I'm making a documentary film about it. By the awesome. way, this, this uh, art... Artist is Nandini Raikar, beautiful artist. She does these nature painting and she's inspired by trees. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, see, I respect everyone who interprets this. That's, Absolutely. It's an interpretation. Of course. And it's correct according to you. Yep. There's no wrong no, interpretation. No right it's wrong. art. It's yeah. art, right? It can mean anything. But for some reason, I was so attracted to this. And by the way, this is the most expensive thing that I have bought <laughs> Just for wow. the pleasure of yeah, that's beauty. what art does to you. You know? Yeah. Just for the pleasure of beauty. Like, it has no functional purpose. I bought this for the podcast, by the way. Awesome. 
you know i bought this for the podcast so it does have a function because it makes the place look so beautiful yeah. like look at this frame colors i just love it so i'll tell you what i see in this painting yeah. i see my life in this painting interesting okay so i'm not going to sure. get into that let's get <laughs> let's go into the podcast again so uh, where were we we were talking about um, so as you said it is very imp- important to express yourself of course so just yesterday i was in a you know meeting with two two colleagues and uh, i had already formulated in my mind you know the plan and and everything and see now i don't have to share my ideas i don't have to tell them this is why i'm thinking this this is why i'm doing but you know if i'm a proud person i would say no these are my ideas why you want to know why should i share them <laughs> right but i said let me talk about them cuz you know naresh i've noticed something i've noticed this while i'm teaching so i love teaching video production right yeah and i noticed this thing when you start teaching right you suddenly get new ideas yep and how to explain things how to simplify things like for example i, I was trying to explain aperture what does an aperture mean and i thought how do i explain aperture and i thought right on the spot i said aperture is like windows of your house awesome. you want more light in open your windows if you want less light in close your windows close and your the windows. windows should be black obviously so you know things like that so i was explaining this podcast this concept to this person and because i was explaining it he connected with it and he improved the idea of course you know on my right. previous podcast with marian she says something beautiful that somebody else said to her she's like if i have an apple and you have an apple and we give it to each other each of us still have one apple, one apple. Yep. but if I, i have an idea and you have an idea and True. we give each other it we have, four. We have two ideas True. each can get multiplied into four so yep. it's very important to speak and one of the things that really annoy me with certain crowds especially with if i'm if we are in a meeting in, in a discussion right yeah. and somebody is asking for an opinion or some questions mm-hmm. people don't say anything and maybe it's because of their fear but let me tell you that makes the person look stupid when you don't speak it makes you look stupid also there are something sometimes when you speak you look stupid <laughs> that happens many times with me when i speak i look stupid no. but i think it is important to be it's important as i think also as creatives we are wired differently uh yeah what do you think i can i can relate to that we are wired differently we execute things differently yeah uh, but then we are still humans exactly we're still we're all the same so uh, so you, let's talk about those those uh, five, months five months in this <laughs> in this amazing business okay so in this creative it months. was an agency right? it was an advertising agency okay we worked with some regular i mean some good clients uh in those five months i've cracked quite a lot of design assignments and uh the good part about my boss or my creative head or the owner of that agency was right he never said no if he if i ask him how do you do this right so what do you mean by this right he never he never he took the time off from whatever he was doing sorry and he just turned to you and he explained you the that's beautiful and he explained you till the time you understood you understood it uh and his explanation did not i mean never needed a second explanation so is that good at he was that good at perfectly putting the ideas in your mind yeah 
in a way that you can in absorb it and it was and a little animated it. for example he taught me why a uh, a message on a on an advertising campaign on a billboard maybe on an advertising campaign then it goes wherever billboards are media ah, okay. right so we used to crack ideas right, we used to strategize right. oh, how does he decide because he's the creative director we present it to him how does he decide whether it's a good one will work not work mm so he said only one line i just put it in one of these buckets it should register it should register and see he said i've heard this word many a times it should register okay it should register it should uh, people should remember and all but i never caught it but that day he did that it should register mm. that animation of his mm. telling me that it should register it stuck to me for life dimag mein tick nahi kar even if you don't want it right. it should be there even if you don't like want it, it it should be for there. example Yeah, like Ramesh Suresh huh? ad five star. Know about it? No. Okay, if you watch TV, you would know. You know about it? The Ramesh Suresh, everybody. I mean, I'm sure whoever is watching. Now we're in the in the world of internet. We don't have like cable TV and <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's been all around. Okay, uh, I mean, we can we can put that horrible ad criticized by many people, but we are talking about it today. Yeah, we're talking about it on the podcast. You know, the, and it's for five star. So brand name doesn't go out. the stupid ad never went out it became famous people started connecting with it if if there were two people whose names were similar right people would say ramesh suresh uh uh-huh. making fun of it but right. it stayed it registered mm. the zuzu ad registered oh yeah right so uh, the cadbury ad the, the dance ad that was which they had to remake now right. with the with the women batting Oh yes, right? that one. Yes. Oh, that was it a was, wow. Yeah, the, there were oof. there were reasons how it registered. Yeah. Okay. So we, this is how he put it in my mind. That music for the original ad. True. Oh man, what music, man! Oof. Beautiful. Let's right? put that in the audio for this. This is the music playing right now. Yeah. Kushkas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> so this is how he taught me the whole business of advertising. Right. Or rather, he just. spoke it out and maybe i gathered it, Got it. i don't know which one is true yeah, either yeah. he taught me or i learned right okay. yeah that, that that's a good point could be one of them mm. but yeah i give that credit to him and whatever i did after that like i still joined another agency i worked there for another 2 years and then i started my own agency uh advertising agency before mm. literature um i applied all his techniques mm. and I applied his uh, um, creative techniques of presenting to clients. Uh, why should you say? How do you convince a client? Let's say you you come out with an idea, but mm. you need to convince the client, right? Mm. At the end of it, because it's his brand. Right. There was another gentleman who taught me that. Mm. He said, "Know the business." Wait, wait, hold you, on, hold on. You said convince. It, what do you mean? Okay. So the client comes to you. Right. Now we're talking advertising, by the way. Right. uh we're talking communication rather mm. a client comes to you saying that okay this is my problem or this is my product i want to take it to these people mm. so they come to an ad agency okay how will you talk what will be the language right that's the most basic i can mm. put it so an ad agency sits there they crack some idea they crack Correct. a messaging format then they say okay um we'll put it up on billboards we'll put it up on um, tv or radio or cars and moving vehicles or whatever mm. it is now that's the medium mm. but the client who's sitting there who's going to actually make the decision when uh, an advertising professional comes back 
saying that okay here is the idea that we've cracked the client has to accept it right right because you can't just say okay i'm the best person in the world uh, so you have to accept it hmm. so even the best ad man have to go convince a client because he knows something more than what you know because right. he knows his business okay uh he i learned a technique of uh convincing that client mm. like how do you what what is the reason that somebody will say yes this is working mm. okay so these techniques see we are talking advertising i don't think i have to go deep into that right now yes because that's another whole uh, mm. you know i mean uh, so basically he that in in this particular instance she taught you how to c- communicate why an idea would be beneficial to a client and his requirements is absolutely, that absolutely yeah because right. you're selling something yeah he taught you, you how to sell he sell taught an me idea how to, a how to con- yeah how to sell mm. see sales and selling a concept right. there are two different things like if you need tea you go to market you buy tea because right. you need tea right right but that pot mm. somebody needs to convince you to buy that mm. you will say okay i don't like that i can buy another one or i have mm. one at home mm. okay so there are these are two different products mm. so that's where the design matters mm. whereas a tea packet even if it comes in a polythene bag with a with a label you may still buy it right right so there are different ways of selling things mm-hmm. okay in our case because we belong to the creative field we need to sync to the to, to the client's mindset mm. he should see what we are seeing got it and that is very difficult to convince mm. so that is the reason you know people ask for 100 things show me a mock up show me this because they can't visualize mm. a client cannot visualize we are creative people because we can visualize anything mm. correct right if you are a musician you can hear things without a without an instrument mm. you can listen mm-hmm. if you are a cook you can feel the taste even before the food has been cooked right right if you are uh, anything else like if you're a performing artist mm. you know which is more to do with the touch or your body you can feel the music and convert it into motion mm-hmm. so every art form right the artist is able to see something a little more than what the client sees but That's the client true. wants to buy it right right yeah right like this painting again yeah. you're a client uh-huh. you want to buy it right but can you go back to the uh, painter mm. and tell her give her a brief saying that i want a tree like that minus this when this was not with you no no just because you saw it you liked it yes because it was yeah. a completed product right right same thing happens with us creative people usually have a uh, you know a mindset that the clients don't understand mm. yes they don't because they are not meant to understand they are yeah, not they're, they're built differently they are built different they, they have a different something language. else yeah because they exist you exist right because you are selling something because somebody is going to buy it yep now how do you convince a client saying that okay the idea that you're looking for is here with me mm. i can offer it to you mm. thank you so okay ca- this is going yeah, yeah. way too hard <laughs> okay far, so okay so coming back to my 5 months of experience yeah. i learned these techniques amazing i learned these techniques and it doesn't mean that i'll have 100% success right let me say that i've also not had success mm. uh not always do these uh, formulas work mm. but then you need to keep going yes 
my agency never lost a pitch wow okay we didn't do great mm. but we never lost a pitch i cracked all the clients that we had mm. sometimes one of the clients just didn't give us the work because we were not india wide mm. otherwise they were like you guys have done it well mm. i think the ad field is really really interesting there's another interesting thing you told me about uh, when you went to the next i don't know whether it was the next ad agency or whatever but the ceo or somebody was trying to implement uh, management <laughs> hr techniques on creatives that completely failed <laughs> are going to know who exactly the ceo yes. i'm talking about yes and i respect that lady a lot of okay course. but um, yes i think since i am also an entrepreneur right now yeah. and i feel i'm doing this for the betterment so of wait, this so wait tell plan. us what the problem statement is the problem statement is this see what do you mean by being creative hmm and how do you manage creatives that's that's, that's the second point okay what first we need to understand see um anybody who's creative what comes to your mind first pagal sala ha correct <laughs> correct pagal sala um not dressing well hair is all around the place uh, got tattoos uh, maybe uh, wearing uh, uh, stuff which lives probably very shabbily wears something he doesn't care Uh-huh. because he is not stopped by any rules uh-huh. he or she let uh-huh. me okay he's not stopped by any rules if somebody says don't go out in the night he doesn't care <laughs> because if he didn't go out in the night how would he get that star cast shot mm star cast uh, shot the star trail right. shot sorry okay okay if you are i'm talking about photography right, right. but if somebody didn't go out in the night how would let's say an admin uh-huh. doesn't know what a party is how can he, that person sell a bacardi rum oh yeah of course right yeah. so these people have to break rules mm. so that those who follow rules can buy something mm wow these people have to break rules so that those who follow rules can buy, can buy it wow that's that's good right? stuff so uh, i never thought about yeah interesting very nice it is because if you want to do something let's say you want to dig a tunnel right in a in a mountain yeah there will be one person or a machine going down then there'll be one person going down who's the first guy uh-huh we've not thought about that guy yeah, right yeah. so that people who don't want to get their clothes dirty can pass through the tunnel uh-huh. some day yeah right but somebody got their clothes dirty somebody had to take that risk risk mm. same thing here when when you're creating something as small as a maybe a brochure of uh, the way you write the way you evoke an emotion mm you need to know the rules to break the rules mm-hmm. and you need to break it multiple times yeah yeah right that's why you see creative guys ending up in trouble most of the time <laughs> maybe with, that's with somebody why i'm always in trouble <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not denying that yes you are that happens because creative freedom uh now it depends on the artist yeah you can't just go and hurt some of course right yeah. you can't hurt sentiments right right so in the name of creative freedom you need to know where your lines yeah, are yeah. but when you're selling something there is no rules man there's absolutely. no limits absolutely right this is the reason creative guys are built not built they are executing things differently correct you know since we're talking about creativity i was i was telling my wife this so my wife is a musician yeah super talented mm. guitar sorry not guitarist pianist flutist <laughs> saxophonist vocalist music theory everything but i told her i learned something from i don't know whether it was a book or a movie or something he said something if you are a creative person 
you need to continue to experience new things of course if you're going to work on a particular route if you want to be creative take a different route the next day see something new True. explore something new absolutely as simple as taking a different route yep. to work yep you know so when i go to panjim there's only one route which i normally take but maybe i'll decide hey i've always gone on this boring route yep. let me explore something let's take a new route take a new route so exactly. yeah i love what you said that creative people have to break rules in a way yeah yeah break rules you have to break rules so let's so get back to the problem statement of this manager. correct so when you are going to break rules the first and the most stupid rule mm. because i'm a creative person i can say this <laughs> is the 9 to 5 Mm. I have nothing against job seekers job people who go for jobs and right, stuff right. that's absolutely perfect but you can't put a creative in that line mm. you can't say you have to log in at 9 o'clock otherwise we'll cut your salary right right because maybe few days then you know it will impact their work mm. because their whole mind will shift from looking at something to damn looking at the clock mm. you, you get the difference yeah, yeah, so yeah. i need to be there right now otherwise i'll cut my salary cut that thing from them mm. so when uh, somebody tried to do that mm. in uh, one of the spaces where i worked right things didn't work out mm. and that's taught me something and when you say things didn't work out what do you mean let's talk the about numbers let's talk about productivity yeah, yeah the productivity the quality of work so wait hold down. on let, let me give context to this sure. he was working at an ad agency mm. and this person who was the manager or whatever tried to use mba techniques on the staff you know hr mba yeah. techniques right yeah. to get them to perform better but what that person did not understand is that these are creatives they need to be handled differently True. from the say the blue collar stuff white collar stuff absolutely you know so yeah what what happened how did how did the creativity so get hampered what happens is uh, okay i'll i'll just put myself down here i used to go to office mm. and let's say in the morning i used to get a set of deliverables mm. by the end of the day and uh, i used to be there uh, i used to start at 10 10:30 mm. okay from 10:30 till 4 o'clock i used to watch youtube mm. i used to always be on youtube my friend who's looking at this you know who i'm talking about <laughs> you call me youtube all your life you called me youtube <laughs> really <laughs> in that place <laughs> hey youtube okay uh, what i used to do i used to look at my deliverables i used to plan it and i used to Four o'clock. I used to open my eyes, right? Because that is the time I'm able to concentrate. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that at that time. Four p.m. Four p.m. Okay. And by seven o'clock, I'm done. Hmm. Whatever needs to be done. Right. So technically, it's taken me three hours to crack something, present something. And I know this the whole day that I'll take yeah, yeah. maybe one hour, one and a half hour, and let's say three hours right. to do this. So I never like till four o'clock. I used to never work. I used to only read the mail, understand the thing, mm. do some research, figure out. Okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Once I get that, I'm back to YouTube. Right. And I'm watching, watching, watching something that's mm. related. You know, you know that. this guy, uh, whoever I'm talking about. Ah. If you see this, uh, he would literally come and tell me in the morning, "Bye, आज मेरे बेबी का बर्थडे, आज मेरे को छः बजे घर जाना है." <laughs> and i'm like okay chalo i'll do it for you oh, so he was dependent on you for because two. he can't leave till uh, i submit to him oh okay it was barbaric on my part oh, okay. uh, i shouldn't have done that okay but then uh, this he is the, the reason proves your work no he's the one he was the servicing guy who would go deliver it to the client oh, and bring okay, it back okay. and okay. bring back feedback got it 
तो इन द मॉर्निंग टेल मी भाई मेरे को आज जाना है मेरा बर्थडे है मेरा बीवी का बर्थडे मम्मी का बर्थडे प्लीज लेट मी गो छह बजे निकलना है ट्राई टू डू समथिंग क्लोज इट फॉर हेम एन ऑल बट दिस इज हाउ इट वर्क आई वॉज इन डूइंग इट ऑन पर्पज विच लुक्स लाइक दैट टू अ गाय in a set standard mm-hmm. are yaar he's not working he's wasting time the whole day right it's not like that mm-hmm. i i would be happy if i started work at 3 o'clock in the afternoon got it but i couldn't do that uh-huh. you know because this happened yeah, now if yeah. if somebody came and told me no you have to come at 9 yeah and you have to go at 6 mm. what am i going to do you'll do it i will do it but yeah. i'll be like oh what is, more, what is a bigger like priority 6 o'clock right the priority is not the deliverable mm but in our case the priority becomes deliberate right okay if a creative guy can be handled like that mm. i am not saying this is the best way of working mm-hmm. but if can be handled like that if the creative time is a certain time mm. let that be let let somebody say okay instead of giving tomorrow as a deadline make it day after tomorrow mm. those kind of thoughts have to come in mm. that's lovely right i mean so, if i if i look at my life also I see those things in me, you know. Like I have a lot of interests. Yeah. Like currently I'm uh I'm I'm planning for a to build a paludarium which is like half aquarium, half terrarium, mm. things like that. You know, so I I tend to have various interests then during the pandemic I started doing vegetable growing vegetable yeah. plants and now I'm growing ornamental plants. I think I never realized I was a creative until probably recently i'll tell you something very interesting listen to this guys mm. okay uh, i'm very proud of this line every human being is creative I every agree. every human being is creative i agree have you ever wondered even if you make a bowl of maggi and mm. somebody likes it right you say i made banana yeah tell me if i'm wrong yeah like, frankly i'm on, i'm on the internet right okay maine banana you mm. feel that pride in creating something Correct. because we are built like that Yes. Okay. Human beings are built like that. Yep. Yep. Kids are able to express it, mm. but the moment people grow up, somewhere it goes off mm. because you're stuck in the clock. Stuck in the clock. Yeah. It's okay to be stuck in the clock because, provided you want to be stuck in the clock. Right. But, create something for yourself. Mm. You could be anything: musician, painter, cook, um, um, crafts, origami. right whatever you want you know do something because a creative juices it's like it's like an adrenaline you know it mm. pushes you it makes you want to live yeah you know right. so i'll tell you another story after so when i was in uh, university studying mechanical engineering so very close friends of mine my roommates my best friends they were all from the army background i mean the uh, you know right. defense background or wanted to get into defense right. all right I think four of my friends were in the who, defense. Yeah. Mm. Who three three of them were f- from the defense background like their parents were in the defense and one of them was mad about it. He wanted to get into it, right? So I said, "Chalo, maybe try karta." <laughs> Cuz they were like, "Oh, defense is so cool and like Air Force, Navy, yeah. army like oh, no, awesome, no. mad, kya respect milta hai, ye wo." Yeah. So I said, "Even I'll try." So I uh passed the written exam right. for the air force okay and i was sent for ssb in mysore i went to mysore okay and they had to 
they had to give me i mean they had a psychological evaluation okay mm-hmm. they showed some random image right just rando completely image and within 10 minutes you have to write a positive story about it about it okay like sala in my head only negative things are coming <laughs> <laughs> so i wrote i tried to spin it out to be positive but <laughs> probably wasn't 100% positive <laughs> so more analytical but then yeah. as i walked after that exam as i walked through the and the defense have massive camps right yeah huge lands like empty you don't see anyone true as i walked through Beautiful. that literally naresh i was feeling suffocated i was feeling like someone doing i just felt completely out of place out of happens completely and i said to myself i don't think i want this life i do not think i want to be so suffocated and controlled and I, and i learned something later in the defense you have to do exactly what you are told yeah. to do nothing else true you don't have an opinion you're just and it's required it's required. I, it's required that's what i wanted to say it's absolutely you can't do anything else if if i tell my my soldier yeah jump you yeah. see you see you see that that area that area over there those four blocks yeah i want that spick and span if my soldier says oh i'm a i want to make him happy yeah. instead of doing four i'll do six mm. he'll feel happy that guy is screwed true he's going to be he's going to be absolutely true penalized so severely yeah. that next time he will never ever do and i went for one interview okay the so the same these, air force one yeah same okay. air force one so they came for like recruitment so uh somebody said so they were asking so why do you want to join the air force my answer was silly i said uh, you know to wear the white uniform <laughs> right that's the they said uh, no that's air force air force also white white, white okay. Yeah. okay the white and black got it no complete white i think air force is complete white okay i don't know Maybe. it's yeah, been it's, it's been Navy, a couple sorry. of years um so they said why don't you just go to a tailor and stitch white i said that's <laughs> a good point <laughs> but anyway there's another guy who stood up they said why do you want to join the air force he said cuz i'm an engineer i want to like invent something i want to create something i want to improve things <laughs> he he said something listen that's all bullshit that doesn't happen <laughs> you cannot True. invent anything you cannot create anything True. you just bloody do your job True. there's no invention you cannot go there and innovate forget about it so that field i realized wasn't for me I would die there man like I would it would be so torture every day you know no, um, to be under such control yeah, situations yeah, absolutely and it's it's not easy for everyone yeah of course yeah, and and unfortunately the army or the defense forces have to function like that they have you know? to they have to otherwise we would all be in trouble right. so what we exactly. can do is just respect no 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 i respect and, them and yeah. uh, as i said it's absolutely required like sometimes i tell abhishek also abhishek do this no and this fellow he does something else <laughs> i got so annoyed like and but then even i realized there's so many times where people tell me do this and i do something a little extra or a little less or whatever but in the defense you can't have that it's cuz lives matter on you and yeah. so now three lives of matter. my th- th- alvin preetraj 
were my really good friends mm. both of them are in the defense and my friend alvin is like a totally bubbly guy full of energy like jumping right. jumping all the time now he's in the defense he has to be so controlled you know i'm like man hats off to him for controlling himself so much yep. you know and my friend preetraj also that like it's a tough life man it is it is it is and hats yeah. off to them they're amazing and i'm blessed to have friends like them you know yeah very much and you know when i when my first podcast came out my friend alvin he gave me a proper list you know these seven things you can do to improve your podcast <laughs> and i was so appreciative so i don't know if yeah, you know this now but in the defense you're not allowed to be on social media oh I'm you're not, not allowed sure. to be in social media at all so he's not on facebook instagram nothing so the only way he gets to know i release podcast is because of my whatsapp status so mm-hmm. they're allowed to use whatsapp so thanks alvin i really appreciate that <laughs> so where are we so the but then so now you're in this kind of like aggregator space for creatives yep what inspired you did literature start off with that plan or no. very interesting thing happened mm. um i after my agency right i ran another product in between mm. so we developed a platform for animal lovers it was a social network for animal lovers okay uh we developed it for 2 years you know things didn't go so fine but we created an amazing product mm. at the end of that uh, after 2 years you know i literally lost all my money mm. i was down to my basics mm. um and i didn't know what to do because unfortunately the product didn't go through very well though the product was good mm-hmm. and i didn't know what to do Mm. at that moment you know because everyone else who was involved with the product found something right i was the one who was like unemployable man because i'm mm. i've got this advertising weird uh, breaks in career uh, of course i've developed but if i go to a job people may not want me right okay because they can't put me anywhere mm. or either i'm over experienced sometimes mm-hmm. uh i tried answering a few interviews you mm-hmm. know but um, there was one fellow who said something good to me mm. i almost got through as a product manager or product lead or something like that but he said okay you've been an entrepreneur okay things didn't go well it's okay mm. but do you think you can come and work again because i'm looking at a long term person right says, because once you have tasted that entrepreneurial journey mm. it's very difficult to come down and do a job correct because uh, you will you will always be bursting with ideas mm how will you handle that right right so he said think again like he was the offer letter but think again mm. that kind of triggered me i said okay take let okay. me go home and check it out mm. i went home after two days i called him i said yes you were right i don't think i can make it mm. okay. but uh, yes one of the job i left but i still don't know what to do right this is where karma comes into play mm-hmm. there was somebody who i had trained a few years ago is now sitting in a position in some company right okay taking care of something what i am doing right now mm. uh and one random person okay random person who i was i've still not met him mm. uh in bangalore connected with me 
and he said uh, naresh listen uh, this company is trying to do something like this mm-hmm. would you want to do it with me mm. i said chalo theek hai i'm anyway doing nothing i'm looking for the next uh, opportunity right i've never met that guy again but because he said that i said okay but this company there's a junior of mine working mm. so i just connected with him i said what's going on uh, can you can i do this and he said yes you can also do it and i know you mm. i said theek hai chalo so i set up whatever was needed i picked up a few photographers from around and i started off i took up their contract of one city right of providing pictures regularly mm. then he said okay go to another city i'm like another city how do i go right. but i i did that somehow i recruited there i recruited yeah, yeah, yeah. there and this is how we grew mm. this is how lightreacher started amazing i didn't even have the name lightreacher in my mind yeah. i was like He said, "Give me a name for your company. I can't call it Naresh Photography." Yeah. Right. I said, "Huh, ठीक तो है." And being from <laughs> advertising, I'm good with uh, uh, names. Yeah, I love you know, your like, love the name. Yeah, there's Light Reacher. Even before that, the product was called Talians. Oh, really? <laughs> so really you you call those. these things products? Like right, Light Reacher is a product. Light Reacher is not a product. Light Reacher is a company. Oh uh, no no no! I, I mean, what? I, then that. what were you referring to as the, product? The, the social network for animal lovers oh right so it was called talians wow <laughs> like so that's what that was your company uh, it was my company it was wow. my thought my idea i had a partner uh, uh-huh. who coded the whole thing Amazing. at one point we w- our chat engine was better than whatsapp at one point now whatsapp is better of course whoa okay but that time we were much better when mithun if you're looking at this the guy is working for facebook awesome <laughs> okay. awesome man So uh, that's what happened, right? And uh, then we were like, okay, take care. This is working. The demand is there. There is a lot of work. Uh-huh. So we started uh, building light ratio, right? Manually. Uh huh. There was no product. There was no technological piece and all that. Right, right. Okay. So we gathered more than five hundred photographers. We trained them. I trained the first fifty to sixty of them mm. personally. Mm-hmm. You know, to uh, execute projects and. we were like we were we were killing it because a very unique combination uh, about me is i'm i'm creative i can understand creative execution mm. and i am a little bit of management right okay i'm not an mba but i'm a little bit of management i understand how to manage mm. so this combination was very easy to you know build a, a company where photographers trust you Mm. Today, talk to a photographer. The major problem is trust. Yeah, but right. they don't trust the clients. Either they don't trust the clients, clients don't trust them. Somebody is not trusting somebody. Mm. Okay, there is nothing like okay, uh, this is a photographer or this is a video guy, and if I give him an assignment, he will do it well. Now, it's not about doing well. Mm. This is where we get stuck. You know, we only try to overachieve or you know hit the bullseye. Right. It's about being the being responsible mm. accept a mistake it happens no problem mm. but accept it fix it mm. move ahead that's what clients love because mm. clients also do make mistakes right it's okay but when usually what happens with the creative people because they're tuned in a different way they are not able to uh, take feedback right most of the time 
Mm-hmm. If somebody goes and says, "Okay, this photograph is not good," you feel like it's a personal. You feel insult. like it's a oh, personal attack. How could you? This how is could my you? Art. I've studied for so long. <laughs> I have done this. I have learned at LNL or Shari Academy or Boston School. How can you say my pictures are bad? Right, right. But <laughs> just understand: if you're not, if the client is not able to sell, right, with whatever you have created, uh-huh. how can somebody just sit and appreciate your art? I agree. Uh that day you spoke about So I have this former friend of mine right. <laughs> who says that man we are art he's a wedding photographer. Man we are artists like you know and we have to create art at a wedding too. I'm like uh, I don't fully agree with that. See you said something very interesting about Van Gogh. Can you speak about that? Van Gogh. Okay, I don't know much about him. I know Van Gogh was a great painter. Right. But and I know his story. I don't know the genuinity, but till the time he lived, he lived poor. Yeah. And his art was discovered mm. by somebody in a room and then today it's selling for crores. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, just imagine Van Gogh his life and if he kept saying that are you nobody's buying my painting. Right. Would he have created so many artworks? he created it for himself mm. he didn't have an expectation mm. probably he tried to make some money we don't know mm. because he was literally a lost um character in the society but today when we see a man his thought process was so deep right and that is what we pay money for right right so van gogh was a fine artist mm. if we are okay now this come brings to the next level If you are a fine artist, you create work for yourself. I'm also a fine man, okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> fine man is different. <laughs> you create work for yourself and then you figure out if somebody wants to buy it. <laughs> yeah. But you can't go like like you bought this painting. Right. Okay, because you liked it. Right. Right? Imagine you had commissioned this lady to make a painting for you. Yeah. probably you wouldn't have liked correct it. so true because it doesn't fit your senses yes. like uh, you have a picture and you need an artist like how how can she read my mind impossible there is a way now i can talk about that ah later. that is where you come in yeah so you either decide whether you want to be a fine artist or you want to be a commercial artist mm if you want to be a fine artist nothing wrong with it be a fine artist like prabuddha dasgupta mm. the great one of the great photographers of india mm mm-hmm. right I've heard stories about him like he would he would just make stuff for himself and people loved that people loved to pay for his thought right okay even if it was a commissioned work right but when you're talking about let's say I want my product to look like this mm-hmm. you better do it that way man because exactly. you are being commissioned hired because of your expertise to solve a problem for somebody right You can't right. go there and say that no this is my way of doing it and this is the only way to do it. Yes and this is what I had a problem with. So this guy kept on saying I'm a wedding photographer but I'm an artist. So I said to him if you're creating an art it's for you right? He's like yeah my work is so important to me. Important. I said then do it for free. Come to go I have a shoot for you. Like no I have to charge. <laughs> so I said okay charge for your expenses come to go. Like no I charge this amount. I said that's that's not your expenses your expenses is not that True. so you know we have to understand boss we're doing this for the money correct absolutely right. right you're not a bloody artist 
Here's the thing. No, no, yeah. hold on. Here's just the thing. Just say your words. Anyway. Don't say bloody artist because we may get into controversy here. This is really controversial. Yeah, that's uh, why I'm not saying. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, before coming on this podcast and right. before getting into this section of what we're going to talk, right. I have had, you know, a lot of thoughts in my mind because I understand creatives. I understand which part of them may go wrong, what they may think. No, no. So hold on. Let me finish this. So. This is what I heard about from his colleagues who hired yeah. him. I'm not going to take his name. I respect him. God bless you. But this is what his colleague st- spoke. This person, let's call him Mr. X. X, right? Mr. X was hired for a wedding, all right? And Mr. Y is the person who referred him. Hmm. And Mr. Y has Mr. Z as his friend. Who is the father of the bride? Right. Okay. Mr. Z told Mr. Y, I'm so upset with Mr. X. Right. This fellow, we are trying to have a wedding. We're trying to party. We're trying to celebrate. He comes with first himself, then with two lighting assistants and telling the bride, do this, do this while you're dancing. You know, getting, he just made this thing about him and Mr. Y told me the wedding is for the couple the wedding is not for the photographer that's right that's not your art playground my friend you would come there to do a job and I said for various reasons that I would never get into wedding photography but I am thinking if I find the right partner and if I find the right understanding with the clients, I may get into it, may. But, you know, as I said, the wedding is for the couple, it's for the family to enjoy. It's not for your, uh, you know, fearless photography awards. (laughs) Oh, I want to create art. I am here as an artist. You're there to do your job, man. Just do your job. Let the couple enjoy. Let the family enjoy. That's what you're there for. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. In this case, see, you can find an opportunity to create yes, art find rather than staging an opportunity right. to create art. So true. So uh, this is where people are not, see, it's not that Mr. X's mistake as well. Mm. Nobody has taught somebody how to deal with normal society. Right. Right. Now when we are creatives, we kind of um, uh, separate ourselves. You mm. know, like the army and the defense called early civilians and mm. army. Similarly, we are also like that. We say, look, well, we are creative guys and we all are civilians. Fair enough. That difference exists. Mm. But you are creative guys and your ex- uh, execution or your art is purchased by those civilians. Mm. Right? You don't live uh, without selling something to them. Right. Correct? Even if you want to make like what Van Gogh did, he didn't care about it. Fair enough. That's mm. how he is today. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to say that, okay, I'm going to make it and you are supposed to like it. Mm, that's, that's Then yeah. we have a problem. Right. Now, I'm exaggerating a few words here, but this is what the thought goes in every creative's mind. And it's not your mistake. Let me also clear that. It's not your mistake. I love this guy, man. He's right? like... You're great. <laughs> I need to spend more time with you. No, frankly, uh, nobody has taught us how to deal with it. Mm. 
and nobody has taught us see you understand creatives but nobody taught you to create uh, understand a regular mm-hmm. right so what do you do you end up thinking that he is also creative right and then you put push your ideas on them you say that oh this is a basic thing you don't understand mm. uh that's what screws mm. up a lot of things so you know um i really like what you said that about that but let's go on to the next question right sure so in your journey to this point in your life has media the power of photo video articles helped and promoted you and that's kind of silly because you are in the visual <laughs> creative field so but still i have to ask it uh Tell yes of it. course uh, now it depends on where how like nobody would hire a creative guy without looking at the work portfolio yeah right? uh, there's a portfolio there's a work there's a so i can't show my certificate i can't even show a photograph of my certificate mm. i have to show something that i have done before right. and only then you find a job you know right, but right. Uh, of course but i have not been a great uh, publisher per se mm. so, yeah. so, no, <laughs> you are telling me yeah, that do you're not doing so much work but it's not going not out going there, until out recently there, yeah. um because see whatever i'm talking about it's not that i'm i'm like i'm not the sachin tendulkar man mm. i've also had failures i've gone through that i've also been uh, uh people have said okay work is not good mm. and what went on in my mind at that moment is what you're learning mm. over here you know that's what literature is made up of right right so uh, if you look back on my thing okay you won't find a lot of internet Uh, news about me or anything like mm. that because that is what i didn't do mm. and that that is the reason what what all you can lose by not doing that mm-hmm. is what is being encapsulated now mm-hmm. and i'm trying to uh, teach people you know after that. this sponsored message we are going to get into a very interesting topic and that is the prime reason to have you here sure. we have something amazing planned together so let's get into that but Before we get into the sponsored mess, another short question yep. is: What are some of the hurdles you faced? And but uh, these hurdles helped you to get this part to hurdles, this point. I mean, I think I'm living on hurdles. <laughs> so, what are the some of the straight roads you faced? Is an easier question for me to answer. Oh, same here, man. That's right. such a good point. <laughs> uh, because when things are smooth, you don't realize it's smooth. Right. It's only when there's a pothole you realize that the road is bad. Ah, <sighs> so. Man. Uh, story of my life <laughs> everybody's life mm. to be frank it's everybody's life now you decide see when when you overcome a hurdle the pride you feel right like wow i i could do it yeah is bigger fun is much interesting than driving for like 100 kilometers without how many how many uh, let's say me and my wife we travel a lot right um, in the car mm. so we don't remember those uh, trips where you know things were okay we found the food yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, was good yeah. we remember those things where you know the ac broke down in the middle of 44 degrees mm. we uh, ended up on the wrong spot somewhere and you know it was too dark mm. that's something we remember yeah man. so true man and that's something that teaches you yes okay so i really don't remember which were the best roads today <laughs> So you know uh, I was thinking about it. Hurdles, yeah. Yeah. Um I think when you are a person who has gone through a lot, yeah. a lot of pain, a lot of struggle, uh, a lot of mistakes, a life that you wouldn't want somebody else to go through. Yeah. versus a person who has had a pretty standard and 
you know straight cut and ideal life yeah if you compare person a who has struggled and gone through a lot of trouble and you compare person b i have noticed that person a is more relevant to this world because it's very rare that you find ideal situations in many people's lives their ideal situation has come out because somebody has gone through the hurdles ah, ah, that's so good right that's so good so uh and it's good to be there yes a lot of people enjoy that yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah so uh when like i what you're saying is like in my how i understood this person b has gone through an ideal life, situation yeah. or life because probably person's b person b's parents went through a really bad probably, time yeah. and they made sure that person b has a better life at least doesn't have the same challenges yes they will have so new true, challenges it's so true about my parents about my wife's parents and everyone yeah yeah everyone yeah. so that's how you look up to a hero right yes. like it could be a religious hero or um a business hero your field somebody is a hero for you right right now why is that person a hero because uh-huh. they have done something yeah uh, in their life which you look up to right and right. probably you have fixed it even before that happened to you yeah right so uh, hurdles are I mean I don't know how to answer that question. Like I'm looking for hurdles. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, the next segment is going to be very interesting because uh, Naresh is one of the few people in this business. And in the end, guys, photography, video production, this has to be a business. You got to make a living out of it. True. And he's a person with such immense knowledge and I'm going to s- ask him about that. So now it's time for the sponsored message. Let's go on to that. Have you ever thought of starting your own podcasts? Well, let me tell you something. It is not very difficult. You have amazing tools out there that allow you to do it for free and you have your best friend your mobile phone right with you all the time. You just need a little bit of guidance and you can start your very own podcast. I have to be honest, ever since we started this podcast, it's been amazing and the reason is because this podcast is meant to give this is something that winfluence media does to give back to society and whenever you give it always come back it's a rule it's a rule of life you give and then you get you have knowledge you have expertise you have experience each and every one of you that can be a great blessing to many people out there and one of the primary reasons i started this podcast is because i keep on saying to myself man i have such amazing conversations with such amazing people but i am the only one privileged to listen to them so why don't we have this conversations in front of the camera so that the whole world can benefit from it in your industry if you start a podcast believe me you are going to be a influencer and business is all about influence if you want to start a podcast get in touch with winfluence media we can consult we can guide you through it we can set up a studio for you ever since we started this podcast we are in talks with now three clients one we've already started setting up the studio for amazing things are starting to happen but it all starts with that first step be a giver start a podcast educate your clients educate the world around you teach share your experience
So if you want to start a podcast, get in touch with Influence Media. We will guide you through the whole thing, from A to Z. We are here for you. If you want to get in touch with us, get in touch with us on our email, video production goa at gmail dot com, or you can WhatsApp me personally on my personal number and my business number, seven zero eight three four zero one seven nine three. Influence Media, media that wins. So Naresh. Now Damn. it's time for the tandoor round. You've already gone through this, but the this is going to be even worse because this is the full version. This is not the pop-up podcast version. Okay. By the way, there's a pop-up podcast that we also do, where we come to an event and we and interview yeah. entrepreneurs. That is interesting. It's really interesting. He did it at my previous event. Yeah. Tell it me about nice. that. Your experience. How was the pop-up? I podcast? was tired, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh okay frankly I've never been interviewed so much really uh, yeah I mean this is the phase of life um where a lot of people are taking asking me my opinion right 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 okay say 2 years ago hmm. um, probably I I don't nobody cared or maybe they didn't know that I have something to offer yeah so as simple as that but in the last maybe one and half year uh-huh. I've answered at least 8 to 10 interviews Nice. Small. I think even yesterday you were on a phone call with. Uh, yes. So, s- some yeah. magazine. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, no, but I wanted to know, what was the public's response to the pop-up podcast? Just I, because I never got to ask you. What did people say? Because <laughs> your, I, I know your wife said some very nice things. Yes, my dad showed it to the oh, yeah? family, and wow, yeah, that's probably. Um, people are getting interested in knowing what i do right now lovely so let's see where we reach uh people I liked see my ideas are a little different but i feel everybody has it in their mind but they are scared to speak so yeah, i'm yeah. not any unique i'm not doing anything unique no 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 so yeah we're going to get to you in a bit <laughs> so when i speak <laughs> no, no, no. what, what i'm trying that. to come to is hmm. uh, in that podcast they uh-huh. understood that okay this man has something to offer ah uh-huh. No, what I was asking is, what do you, what were your, what was the crowd's reaction to the format of the pop-up podcast? Meaning, you know, short Got interview. It. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> very. I'm not good. Sometimes good at conveying the question. Uh, frankly, telling you, yeah. I, I don't want to fake it. I don't know. You don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are, this is typically I'm, you. <laughs> yes. If I don't know, I don't know. I'm very open about that. I, I but I can ask. people yeah, now please do i'd love i'd love feedback surely yeah i'd yeah, love feedback it makes sense yeah. uh, i should have asked all right no problem yeah. so let's go on to the tandoor round the first question is what's your favorite dish like to eat <laughs> <laughs> doesn't change caramel custard caramel custard ah yeah made by sneha lovely <laughs> yeah i actually asked you this now i forgot yeah. by the way if you want to watch the pop up podcast version of the tandoor round of naresh you can go on the channel it's there pop up podcast yeah. all right preferred musical genre type of music you listen to um i like kishore kumar kishore kumar okay i like uh, um soft indian music mm. i what is soft indian i music? i don't know man i'm not so good at music i yeah. just like some music i listen yeah. to it makes sense so uh, so if you ask me who made that what is the genre i may not know yeah but uh, i like country That's music yeah. yeah western mm. country i like some of them but don't ask me who like i love the labamba song oh i, I just love it i mean it's some i don't know why i like it but it, remi- it reminds me of all my friends really um for 
best friends that I have. Uh-huh. Okay. It reminds me because they used to play that song. Okay. And that's why I like it. And I've played it whenever I miss them, I play that song. You know, the La Bamba song, I used to watch it as a kid. We had a VHS, I think, yeah, with it. Yeah, the tapes. And um, I don't know. I think the music video was like on a stage on a ship or something. Maybe. Yeah. I've never I seen it. I don't remember, video. man. You made me remem- recollect this song after like decades. <laughs> I'm not that old also, but still a very long time. But yeah. Okay. So guys, if you're listening to it, I love the La Bamba song because of y'all. Okay. Yeah. You can name them also if you want. Clive, Ashley, Neil, Narish. Awesome. Narish, there's another Narish. Another Narish. This oh. is, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know you don't read uh, a lot of business books, yeah. but uh, we're going to get into the yeah, conversation sure. even deeper later. But what business advice would you give to somebody? In short, because this is the Tandoor round, it's short. Wow, okay, I always wanted to say this. Oh, really? Yeah, always wanted to say this. There's a movie, uh, Kung Fu Kid. Kung Fu Kid? Kung Fu Kid, Jackie Chan yeah, yeah. and uh, Will Smith's son. Right, right. And I, that is a karate. It's a remake of the Karate Kid. Correct. Right. Karate Kid is an awesome uh, stuff. But in Kung Fu Kid, there is one statement which Jackie Chan makes. Uh-huh. Okay. He just holds the kid and he's like, "Kung Fu could be everywhere. You know, you mm. could be cooking. You could be doing music. Kung Fu is the way your life blends into whatever you're doing. Mm. Is it? Is, is it's like a way of life. Is it's, it? It is a way of life. Mm. But the way he says it, mm. he like. Everything is Kung Fu. Mm. I like to say, everything is business. Mm. Now, before anybody makes um, a thought about it, everything is business. Even nature is business. You give something, you get something. Mm. It's not always about money. It's always an exchange. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you ignore the exchange... You don't get anywhere. There's no satisfaction. Right. Just look at it. Right. You could be donating. But why are you donating? In exchange for peace of mind. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you could be doing something for somebody. In exchange for maybe pride. Maybe for that appreciation. Right. So everything is business. If you, you better look at it that way. Business is not bad. Yep. As the way, you know, a lot of movies are making it look. Oh, he's mm. a businessman. He could be bad. Mm. No, but he's giving jobs to people. Right. People are living out of him. Yep. Just think like that, you know, and everything is business. Like, everything Sab is business. Danda hai, bhai. Danda hai. Genuinely karo. Dhande ke liye don't spoil other things. Yeah. But do the dhanda, yeah. Why not? Love it. Yeah. That's some good stuff. I'm going to make a reel about this. <laughs> 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 okay, so what advice would you give on self-development? Maybe see like we are speaking to creative entrepreneurs. Yeah. So what advice would you give on self-development? Um, I think you're in the illusion. Given, yeah. yeah. You're in an illusion that you've done it. Mm. You're already there. Mm. But you're not even half full. It's okay. always growing. You you cannot stop developing yourself. Mm. So true. Maybe you jump to another building and you still keep climbing. Yeah. You keep climbing. There is no tallest Mm. mountain in this line you know you are always developing till mm. the last breath yeah i i like that because uh, just the other day i was speaking to to someone yeah. who told me ah, i'm too big for this organization like <laughs> i'm like but he's achieved yeah. a lot in life yeah, this person enough, yeah. he's achieved a lot he's done a lot but then i started really looking into it and i looked at how 
good this organization is at certain aspects and i look at this person who said that i'm too big for this organization i said this person could learn so much from this organization mm. but because he thinks he's too big for it he stopped he stopped So Absolutely. yeah I love that I love that you could always always grow you yeah, always grow I mean because you're living right and and till the time you leave this planet you're living and mm. so you're always learning something mm. you're developing yourself yep I I used to have this favorite quote which I kind of forgot I think I wrote it on Orkut you remember Orkut uh, yeah of course yeah, I remember so I think I wrote it there because they had like a questionnaire. What's your favorite quote? <laughs> and I forgot the yeah. quote. I don't know who said it, but some it goes something like this: To be alive, you need to keep on learning. True. The day you stop learning, you become a dinosaur, <laughs> extinct. You, you know, irrelevant, dead and gone. Perfect. Fossilized. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so I don't want to become a dinosaur. My kids love dinosaur. Dinosaur, <laughs> and I act like a dinosaur. But I'll take that home today. <laughs> I'll take that home today. <laughs> awesome. So, who are the type of uh, people you like to be around? Uh, I like to be around almost everybody who has something to offer, and. Fortunately, everyone has something to offer. Mm. So, I remember you asked me this question, and yes, I said, "Don't yes. be political about it." I'm being absolutely genuine about it. Oh my gosh! I am. I am, man. and unfortunately, it will. It's going to look like this that I'm being politically right. <laughs> Come But on! I have. There to are always people. Okay, I'll go to the next question then. Who you don't want to be around? No way. That's <laughs> is that. Yeah, yeah. Who do you not like to be around? Uh, someone who doesn't believe in himself. someone who doesn't believe okay if someone who doesn't believe in himself will not believe in me he is only going to look at negatives hmm. um maybe i'll take a few negative tips from him and walk off that's all i that's say okay good yeah. that's good because the last time i asked you this on the podcast you gave me some some said politically I correct <laughs> answer yeah no, but I, it wasn't that's politically fine. correct you're forgiven for yeah, being you. non <laughs> genuine you. now you're genuine at least <laughs> okay okay name a time that you were hurt by something someone said and now let's not bring your wife into this uh, yeah. because <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say no that. no no i'll tell you why i said that is because i asked you a very important question last time and you said you know sometimes i don't go home on time some people uh, get hurt <laughs> yeah 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 that, that's that's a, that's a very serious problem for me but yeah fine <laughs> let's not talk about our wives okay fair enough you know marriage relationships are like so complicated <laughs> true so say the question again so never time you were hurt by what someone else said maybe to me or to anybody okay, uh, to you okay. to you let's say let's say to you uh except your wife <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't reach me that is the problem like you say anything to me um uh, i so, will just step back i may be a little disturbed but i'll look at Okay, did that happen? I'm ready to apologize and I move on. Seriously, I'm not. So you're like thick-skinned. You want to call me that? Fine, you can call me thick-skinned. But no, I. Oh, you're more analytical. It it's more analytical. Mm. It penetrates. I check it out, mm. and then maybe it's over that day. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I have had a few people who I will never talk to again in life. Mm. Uh, that's like two, three people only. Right. Uh, don't want to take it because those people will know about it. That's fine. Yeah. That's so, fine. But it's very difficult to do that. 
with me and if, if that happens it's gone for life mm. so recently i well let's not talk yeah, about it's, it's too yeah. negative so so okay now this is the last question okay okay what is something people don't like about you now i asked you this last time also okay please don't give me the same answer please <laughs> uh, those people should be telling me what they don't like about I me i think you only said what some uh, people don't like about you yesterday <laughs> night <laughs> okay let's not Frankly, talk about yeah, that also I'm sure what, there are a lot of things people don't like. What is the most politically correct thing I could say at this no, moment? No, no, no. I'm not thinking. I'm no. Frankly, I'm not. Please trust me. I'm not thinking that. I'm trying to figure out what is it that people don't like about me, which I should say maybe one sentence about it. Mm. Uh, so you're saying you don't know? I don't know. So you're saying and you're that could be a problem, and that could have raised mm. uh, something that I need to go and work on. Figure out what people don't like about me. Yeah, because every day I am confronted with well, not every day, but quite often I am confronted with uh, things that people don't like about me, and uh, I have to figure out how do I uh, like just yesterday for example. So yesterday my dad is saying, you know, Brian, you need to go for some some course in soft skills, <laughs> and the ironic thing is. my dad is almost or probably more brash than me and more insensitive than me and i said chalo you and i let us go for that soft skill course together <laughs> and you sponsor it because you are my father it's your responsibility <laughs> but yeah i mean <laughs> uh i think everyone has uh, good things everyone has bad things and one thing yeah. that i recently i'm learning is that uh even if somebody does something bad to you it's good that we still respond to them with grace and the word grace is really powerful it means undeserved favor yep and i i want to be a person of grace because i've seen in my life i have done so many things but i have still received favor you know i've done so many things that uh, are wrong but i have received favor so why can't i give somebody else true that favor you know true so yeah learning things in life but that was the tandoor round thank you i'm still thinking what people don't like about me man good we will uh, explore <laughs> that and then i need to explore another that. session I'm so sorry i couldn't answer that <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> there's one statement know thyself yeah i don't know where it comes from but it's like a such a simple light know thyself there's i think it comes from the vedas or something i'm not sure but um, where it comes from it came from nature and it's an amazing line know thyself yeah i think we all have to really explore ourselves in a way to understand why we are certain ways and it's interesting like i try to analyze myself also and i come up with some interesting uh, <laughs> theories you know if at all i get on this kind of podcast again with you uh, i would want you to keep that question i hope i have my answer then yeah yeah god willing we will have another <laughs> episodes maybe in a few years but from now yeah sure of course when maybe you change a few formats and No, no, I, I know it could. Questions actually disturb me now. <laughs> so, disturbed you? Yeah. Are you frankly, serious? I am not kidding. If <laughs> oh anybody can read faces, who's you can see it on my face right now. You know, body language. Uh huh. You can see it. I'm, I'm lost. Really? Yeah. 
I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I'm not faking anything. I'm literally lost. So hmm. I'm going to I need to answer that question. Maybe I'll come back and answer only that question. Yeah, maybe. I can uh, give I you also. Be, I, yeah, please tell I me. I could one. give you some answers. Not yeah. now later. What do you don't like about me? No later, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know um, what I love about you Naresh is that it's very refreshing to meet a person who understands that boss there's a business side to photography. It's not just art. True. And uh, I love what your company is doing. You'll train photographers for a particular task, let's say food photography. we have an sop we train you in this sop you follow it you kind of run run it and as i think like how we are talking about the defense where you have to do it a certain way i think you run it that and it's yeah. very important to run it like that because even sops like for example for this podcast also we have a book yeah it has sop standard operating procedures and it's still not perfected because i have written right now two points that we need to add to the sop true you know so we're going to do that having sops is so important so you've developed sops you have trained the photographers to do exactly that and you provide them work and you you take on the task of dealing with the client which sometimes can be the most annoying and the most irritating thing It and is. you know what we're going to have a workshop about this and can you talk about that workshop we're going to do okay so uh when when let's say somebody hires you right for an assignment mm. so i usually give this uh, parallel example mm. of a doctor right right so consider the artist is a doctor right and the client is the patient mm. right the why does a patient come to the doctor because the doctor knows what he's doing we, we, no, no maybe maybe we need to set things right here with a problem oh with a problem right with yes. a problem yeah. in their body and the patient right. understands that this is the guy who knows what he's who doing who knows what he's doing yeah. so yeah if you come to the doctor and you're going to tell him listen uh i have a pain here and this is the injection you're supposed to give mm. this is the place you're supposed to give yeah yeah then the doctor is going to get annoyed right right he's like okay if you know everything uh here is a card of a nurse who mm. can give you that injection exactly right. the way you want Right. But the reason you've come here is because you have a pain here and mm. now it's my job to analyze why that pain exists. Mm. And then maybe the pain is just a uh, it's a mm. representation of right. some bigger problem. Right. Right? So who's capable of figuring that out? Mm. It's the doctor. Right. Right? Now cut to our line. Right. So client comes to you says that listen, I have this product or this uh interior uh, le- let's let's talk about an interior assignment mm, right uh i have this villa mm. and i need to sell it on airbnb right okay now what's the problem so we replace the problem with a requirement mm. i need pictures going on airbnb so that airbnb can sell my space mm. right selling mm. my space is what is the uh, requirement mm-hmm. okay now let's say you go to uh, a photographer right. or an artist and you say okay because you know how to make my space look beautiful mm-hmm. i have come to you right it's the job of the artist now to make sure that the space looks in a certain way the way airbnb can sell it correct 
you can't tell the client mm. that listen your space is not good mm. or your space is super good mm. so you should be you, you, there are sops maintained by airbnb right right airbnb uh, i'm taking this name for example sake only so airbnb uh, don't sue this podcast yes please, please. uh, uh <laughs> yeah i have the permission so if airbnb or any other bnb for that matter gives you a statement saying that okay we are have we address this kind of clientele mm. so we need pictures like this right okay so might as well the photographer goes and shoots exactly the way it can be sold mm. mm-hmm. now where does the mistake happen guideline based work right is a lot in the market is a lot lot because when you say it's a lot means there's a lot of requirement for guide look at look at the market today right it's completely digital right right now i'm just talking about interior then we are talking about food there's e-commerce there's something there's something mm-hmm. these guys see there's no creativity here mm right there is a wow. sales related product to be captured mm. but only you can do it mm you can't expect uh, a client to go take a camera set the lighting and do yep, it yep. right because you can do it right he's come to you mm and now you need to go solve it for him yep right if he can't sell his space on right. maybe airbnb or whatever mm. uh, it's useless yeah so true it's useless and then you're going to create a negative impact mm. in the client's mind about not just about you Mm. about the whole photography community mm. because he's going to think that it's difficult to explain to these guys man yep so true so now who's gone wrong is the yep. client wrong no is the photographer wrong no right okay it's just the match that doesn't happen mm. right so a photographer has never been trained to understand sales mm. that's what happens with a lot of experience but this lot of experience you're left you figure it out mm-hmm. there's no institution who's actually teaching you that mm-hmm. they teach you interior photography the best way to do it mm-hmm. but they don't teach you you know what needs to be what can be sold mm-hmm. what is it that people like to see on a photograph so that they can buy the property mm-hmm. or rent it out or whatever so so recently i had a very interesting experience and um, so i met with a client yeah and give them my my first cut right and they had some feedback with regards to that and then based on that feedback i realized what i should have been doing true and what their feedback was is beautiful and that's when i realized you know for a video production job it is highly beneficial to work as a team to not do it on your own You know how we are currently working with Datta. Yeah. Yep. See. It there's no argument about who can do better and all that. True. But just because Datta is concentrating on the macro vision, yeah, like the overall vision, I can concentrate on the technicalities of the camera. True. But if I had to divide my mind between the technicalities of the camera and direction, yes. I would probably do a really bad job. Yes. And Then I said to myself, you know, from now on, I should pitch to clients to get even for a real estate shoot, get a director on board. I had actually pitched it, but they said, "Come on, Ryan, you can do it. You're very good." And by the way, I got I got that job because 
of the goodwill that developed from this podcast you know that awesome man awesome yeah cool and this guy is i think i met him once more, more than 4 5 years ago but he's been following my whatsapp status and not, guys y'all should post on whatsapp and not some silly forwards right post right. something really relevant business about yourself related, yeah. business or even personal um, like yeah got it i i am i'm still you know what should i give my number i mean yeah you can follow me on on whatsapp statuses cuz that's way faster than uh, instagram probably yeah i post a lot more it's just it's 7083401793 as fast it'll come it'll come it'll come anyway so follow me there and so he's been following me and every time i look he's there every day he's there he's there he's there and i'm wondering who is this guy i barely know him i know i met him long time ago who is this hotel owner suddenly calls me ryan there's this job i want you to do please come and meet me and i gave him a high budget and he's like he just i made a small discount in the end gave it but the goodwill that this podcast has developed true is incredible you know and i'm seeing the fruits of it now and i believe it is now even going to lead to even bigger doors you true. know so where were we i'm lost <laughs> we're talking about the business part yes and, the business uh, part i just wanted to pick on that line mm. high budget biggest in, in my opinion yeah fair enough <laughs> no it's not about the opinion what is a budget what is a high budget what is a small budget mm. it's only related to the sales Mm. That's exactly what I was trying to say. If it's not able to sell, right, uh, it doesn't work. It's useless. Mm-hmm. Okay, no matter how beautiful you've shot, right, it's literally useless. Mm. Okay, if you can sell, then it is useful. Mm. Now, if you can make your client sell better, right, that's what you are for. You yeah. are providing something. Your photographs are not selling. The property is selling. Right. but the medium is your photograph or your video mhm correct now understand this now we are stuck with just creating great pictures mhm a lot of them a lot right. of them have cracked that now those are those can be called successful photographers or artists yeah yeah because the client understands that okay if i hire this man and he shoots something for me my property is going to sell mhm as against if the client also believes that okay no i don't have this budget thoda sa photo chal jayega yaar mhm you know at the end of it they don't realize that maybe it's not selling because the pictures are not right mm. now there are other smaller uh, aggregator platforms right. where you know people have taken mobile pictures and posted mm. that also exists i don't deny that a mm. lot of people do sell like that you know something that is selling below 5000 in in the real estate rental mm. market uh, need not you know need not uh, have a great photographer coming in and shooting you know because it's not affordable doesn't make business sense mm-hmm. but let's say there is a property which is selling beyond 50000 mm-hmm. you might as well spend for it you know bring the right people in make sure that it looks uh, amazing mm-hmm. now this is where photographers need to understand the business aspect yeah right uh, if you don't understand the business aspect you will only keep complaining about you know clients don't like this clients right. don't understand clients simple hai yaar it's mm. if the client doesn't need it he's not going to hire you right right so business of photography or business of creatives mm. is something that i'm going to always touch on that's I'm beautiful coming up with workshops mm-hmm. with you uh trying to teach people educate educate them either how to do it or what are the solutions right 
it's okay if you can't do it you don't mm. understand numbers it's okay yep. because you understand other things mm. right so what do you do in that case bring somebody else yeah yep. you know so i think like one of the reasons that i have also decided to start this podcast was to bring value to this community of ours yep. you know photography the visual artists yes uh we're not talking about like painters and stuff like that but because we we always tend to think of ourselves as creating something beautiful yeah right creating something but we sometimes i mean most of the time i i feel 95% of this community has not understood the business side of it really well no you know most of them yes most of them right of them. like sorry for example just yesterday on one of my groups uh a wedding photographer put on the group we are full of photographers on that group so like give some love to this cute couple and i thought to myself man <laughs> no one cares about this couple except the couple itself True. no one and i learned this quite early in my in my career in this field i went to a documentary filmmaker and i really respected him i i liked his his work uh he made 3 minute stories that's mm. his website 3 mm. minute stories something butsel his name is mm. really cool guy I like you <laughs> so um i went to him and i said man i got to meet this guy I like what he's doing and i love documentary filmmaking storytelling uh problem solving and uh, you know mm. helping to communicate right. what a organization is doing to change people's life i love that and he was doing is doing i think i haven't followed him recently but he's doing that so i showed him some of my and i'm i was mostly like into so even to tell a story the cinematography part of it is important right because so i was trying to show him some of my footage and some of my edits and so what i showed him was some some wedding edit and after like 10 seconds he's like this is so boring and you tend to get offended by that because yeah. man this is my work this is my cinematography this is my this? edit how can yeah. you say this but he was so right because it's about a wedding couple who cares about them i mean of course they care the no, family cares yeah. now please hold on of course i know you're going to say something politically correct no. but what i what i want to say is that that story is not as important as say something that affects society like for example a child's life was changed because of yeah. something True. or this village was facing this problem and this particular person did something did to something. solve that problem yeah. that is relevant in society not that husband and wife met each other at this point in life fell yeah. in love got married no one cares yeah. i mean how so i was so when this person said give this love for this cute couple please like this post i i was thinking man if you tell me do it for you yeah i'll do it for you because you're working hard on this but i won't do it for the couple because honestly who cares but if you say hey can you do me can you help me just like this post i put so much sure. effort yes i'll do that Being i'll do straight. that yeah i mean we have to think logically right true absolutely so i went on a rant where were we <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the business of photography or business of visual arts is uh, first job is to understand its business right that's why we were i believe right right and i was trying to uh, say that if it doesn't work it's not creative or mm. rather i won't say it's not creative it's it doesn't work which means 
If it, it doesn't it, sell. I, 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 okay, if it doesn't, doesn't sell, sell, it's not creative. Let, let, no, let me not call it not creative. It could be the one of the best works. Right. But it's useless. For mm. that, in that situation, it's useless. Yeah, it's good for your portfolio. You can get better yes, clients. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's good. But for that client, if it sells, mm. that's what he is needing. You that's know, he so needs true. to sell. That's so true. So your pictures need to sell. Your videos need to sell. Yes. Not sell the video. It needs to sell the product. product. Yes. This is probably where, again, we are going wrong. We try to sell the video, man. Exactly mm. like yeah. the cute couple. Right. You know? it, it doesn't matter. But now, if you're going to the next couple and showing it, see, we've done this, mm. your video is going to sell you. Right, right. Right? But uh, the, the commercial aspect of it, in a wedding photography scenario, see, we have a lot of things to talk about wedding. Yeah, wedding we'll do that at the workshop. Yeah, sure. You know? Weddings need to be worked in a different way. Right. I'm not saying it's bad. It mm. is good. But the way people are working in wedding, thinking that it's one of the best businesses in photography, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to prove to you. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you said something very significant to me, which I want to share at the workshop. Yeah. You know, um, you said something about why it is not the most lucrative. It's you know, and uh, it totally made sense to me. In fact, <laughs> you know, after being associated with you, I've spoken to a couple of people and who are particularly only in wedding photography, videography. And I spoke this thing and they said, man, you're so right. You know, you're so right. But we will discuss that at this at the sure. at the at the workshop, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So, guys, I I don't know whether this workshop is going to be online. I'm considering to make it online, make it live, so people can pay for it, and from wherever in the world they can watch it. Yeah, I'm considering it. To do that is very expensive and quite technically challenging, but it is possible. But I'll tell you what I'm planning. Okay, for this workshop. This workshop is for community building, mm -hmm. okay? The first session is uh, the the complaining session, okay? Yep. Where uh, I pass the mic around and I record everyone. Yep. And I ask the question, tell us, what are your some horror stories yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of working weird. in uh, whatever, whether it be uh, food photography or like I was shooting a wet, uh, restaurant recently and I was working with a very inexperienced young social media manager. And it just turned out to be so ugly and so annoying and I didn't get my money and I'm so angry. But you made me realize where I went wrong. And, you know, things like that. The complaint session. Who, guys, if you all want to complain, if you want to vent this at your... This is the place. This is the place. Come for that workshop. It's going to be held in Goa. Come for it. Pour your heart out. Give some bad words. I'll have to see whether you can give bad words or not because it may be <laughs> online. I don't know. But try not to give bad <laughs> But don't reveal any client names, okay? Yeah. No client names. Yeah, please just, don't do that. Just don't be like me also. And see, because they, they are not doing don't it do on purpose. You know, nobody wants to hurt Exactly. You. So do that. And then we have Naresha who's going to come in the second session. I'm going to have Naresha and a couple of other experts who are going to give us advice on how to go ahead further because being associated with Naresh, I have learned so much. Okay, so I won't be giving advice. I'll tell you what. Okay. I will be giving you the step-by-step -step process to solve it. Mm. Like advice is something which 
people don't want mm. right i didn't ask for it right but let let me prove it to you where things go wrong mm. and what can you do to set it right right so that's something that i can offer uh and that's what i've been doing the whole basis of my company is built on that beautiful like people don't know okay yeah fine you told me i'm wrong but now what do i do mm i can tell you that i can tell you what to do now right beautiful beautiful okay so let's get back to the yep. normal part of the interview you know i'm actually thinking of taking this question out talking about the pandemic cuz like pandemic is so old now who cares yeah. about the pandemic so forget that question yeah. so keys to getting more business in short because i think this interview has gone on really long keys i love it the yeah. content's great and we the thing is we have a next person coming yeah yeah i know that so yeah what's the time by the way what is the time oh my gosh you don't have much time 216 so yeah. keys to getting business in short um uh, just believe that it's business first mm powerful right so everything will fall in place just believe that it's business and you're offering uh a you may, uh, no don't don't think those are the basics right uh unitize it unitize like it. make it a unit that right. needs to be see you're buying something against a certain measurement mm. like you pay 10 rupees to buy one samosa right correct that yeah, one yeah. is important uh-huh. you don't get unlimited samosas mm. okay even if you uh, uh, for the sake of argument if you say there's a buffet which is unlimited mm. no it's only once mm. you can't go eat in the night right right that's the unit for mm. lunch you can eat unlimited mm. or for dinner you can eat un- so that unitize it most of them don't unitize it Mm. Like recently when I was doing a workshop with somebody they're like uh I charge this much for mm. a wedding unfortunately everybody talks about weddings right okay and how long do you shoot for anything 15 16 hours mm. that's wrong unitize it mm-hmm. fair enough you put it as 8 hours and then you give a discount but mm. make it a unit so believe beautiful. that it's a business and unitize it beautiful so we're going to talk about all of these things we got to make notes on what we're going to talk about we will do that yeah, later sure. yeah so what are your future plans or new business opportunities you see see there's a hell lot of business in the market okay and we are standing somewhere trying to build a platform where people can find business people mm. can be trained in things which they are not otherwise getting trained on right like everybody can learn photography mm-hmm. uh you must have learned somewhere i learned somewhere you go to a school but nobody teaches you business of art yes so true and that's where we stand yep. so we're trying to do everything that is going to uh, mm. we are bootstrap right now so we do shoots and mm. you know we also need money uh, right. but that's trust me not my main business awesome i love it okay so are there any passion projects you're working on something that you are doing on the side <laughs> currently probably not but uh, no you have a couple no. of plans yeah yeah the, there are yeah. there are yeah. but it's all related to the same related to this thing yeah. so if i'm going to no, teach you how to if, if i were to ask you what are you passionate about in, in your what in what you're doing uh i am I passionate about education only ah, yes and job creation in this line yes i can i was going to say the same thing yeah. you are passionate about that yes. and that's why i'm really excited for this workshop yeah with the with the with so much internet penetration you know i don't need to say that okay somebody from a village cannot do this yep right so they can build a living sitting in their own town because mm. we are getting digital yep and there is metaverse to be seen there exactly. is you know, so much there is ai of course okay. but then there is going to be somebody who's going to operate that ai forever mm. somebody needs to give the instructions right right, right? right. so cool job creation cool 
I was going to say the same thing. That's really beautiful. And I'm uh, I'm happy we are doing this podcast and I'm happy we are associated because that's Thank something I'm very yeah. passionate about, about educating, about helping people. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about, to, to give people the courage, the stories yeah. of other people, how they did it and how they became successful. True. So that's the plan. Anyway... So thank you, Naresh. We are reaching Ryan. close to the end of the podcast. But if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best, best place for them to do that? Um, my phone number. <laughs> or your your Instagram. or uh, Lightreacher underscore studios. That's the Insta handle. You can call us. Uh, How do you spell Lightreacher? Just for clarity. No, you know what? I'll put it in the... Yeah, <laughs> it's here. Boink. Lightreacher, not literature. So... It's come out of literature. Okay. It's literature. Okay. We, we had a very, very unique punishment for who spelt it wrong in my in my office. Yeah. They had to make tea for the whole team that day. <laughs> hmm. That's, that's simply stupid, but <laughs> it was nice. You know, people remember that. <laughs> cool. So we have spoken a lot, yeah. but before we close, um, do you have any message? Final message for the audience. Um. Yes, again, I will say the same thing. It's a business. Mm. Please understand, it's really important. I'm stressing on it again and again and again. It's a business. Please understand and accept that it's a business. And business is not a wrong term. Yep. It's, it's it's a very positive term. Yep. As against a lot of people, the way they portray it. So true. Well, guys, if you like this podcast, please share it. That would be great. We're trying to reach as many creatives as we can. This podcast is all about sharing our creative journey with the hope that you too would have the courage to be a creative or be an entrepreneur. Even entrepreneurs, even business people are creatives. They're creating jobs, they're creating employment, they're taking risks. That's what this podcast is all about. The creative genesis. And genesis stands for the beginning. Maybe this could be your beginning. So share this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and thank you once again. Thank Nareesh. you, Ryan, for really this platform. Appreciate it. I love this platform where people are accepting whatever I'm talking. Of course. <laughs> so thank <laughs> right you once thank again. You. Well, that was yet another fantastic episode of the Creative Genesis podcast. What did you think about it? You know, we post shots and reels of these podcasts on our Instagram page, Winfluence underscore media, and our YouTube channel, Ryan Lobo Films. We'd love if you would subscribe to those and follow us there. That would really be amazing for us. The audio version of these podcasts are available where all podcasts are found. And if you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, that really helps the word spread and more people will find the amazing conversations that we have on this podcast. And you never know, you could change a life. So do rate us there. That would be really amazing. 